0: Welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off The Record. Today is Turdos, the 27th of mid-year. I am your host today, Ivarwin. Yes, yes, yes. Joe is not here. Lou's not here either. They send their best. We'll get into that a few minutes later. However, I am still joined by the one and only David Enforce Adams. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. And Shank the Tank
1: yo yo what's going on guys um pretty good you know chat's yeah, kind of he was asking working. me
2: i've had a really good day of. Yeah, so i've Thank had a pretty
0: good day of arwen oh please um, please let's talk know. about it gentlemen <laughs> uh yes there is there is no chat room they can they can hear us however Twitch.tv is is being a bit finicky with their chat room as of late and unfortunately this happens to be one of those instances. So uh welcome chat room. Glad that you can hear us. Unfortunately, I'm sorry you cannot type to yourselves or us. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh we'll trudge on through the show. We'll update if we can and carry on such as it is. Uh, but before we get into the uh uh majority of the show <laughs> <laughs> try not to step on joe's toes <laughs> um before we get into the show all right we just want to talk about our sponsors and dave please please uh bring us in
2: i shall first up for our sponsors is guildlaunch.com set up your free guild site at guildlaunch.com today and get great features such as DKP tools, <gasps> mobile optimized sites Whoa! and multi-gaming support. Sweet! That's odd. Choose from <laughs> one of their three sub plans, starting at $7 a month and ending at 20 and get the features like your own domain, Google analytics, 10, 50 or 25 and 60 gigs of storage. Advertising, <gasps> attendance reports, and full CSS customization. That's guildlaunch.com. Slay more dragons. Oh yeah. Also, we're sponsored by tweakedaudio.com for quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, and a lifetime warranty. And with our code off the record, all one word at checkout, you get 30% off your order. All at tweakedaudio.com.
0: And let's not forget, this episode was made awesome by fans such as Dean V from Tarm de Kilnsey, a die-hard, hardcore PvP and raiding guild that focuses on strategy and individual player skill. If you want to join, you can apply at their website, T-H-A-R-M d-i-k-i-l-n-s-i dot engine com among others you can apply there you can find everything you want to know about the guild from the ranking system to the rules and eventually missions and schedule if you can get in that's Tarm Kilndinsky. I just hacked the hell out of that I apologize <laughs> it's Tarm D. Kilnsey. T-H-A-R-M-D-I-K-I-L-N-S-I, Guild. So before we get into everything, guys, we've got something quick to mention. Uh, Looking to show off your love for ESO on Facebook and Google Plus accounts? Well, the team over at Sauce has created some brand new Cold Harbor Facebook and Google Plus banners just for you. So head on over to EldestScrollsOnline.com and get your Cold Harbor-themed banner for Facebook and Google Plus. And you guys see this yet?
1: Yeah, they're nifty. nifty. I actually have not. Hmm. Mostly cuz I don't use Facebook and Google Plus that much anymore. <laughs> 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 well, uh they're they're
0: pretty cool looking. I got I have to admit I I saw I saw these things today and they're uh they're definitely
2: nice. Yeah, they're 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 pretty nice looking. You know, I was thinking I could probably take one of those put it over a
0: dual monitor to be pretty nice <laughs> <laughs> nice nice pretty nice all right guys so uh not a whole lot of news going on this week we were able to come up with a um an interview from the uh the lead designer of the uh, lead pvp designer of the elder scrolls online brian wheeler Uh, we're going to get into that and we're also going to get into this, uh, this other little bit about, about them basically owning E3, Elder Scrolls Online, I I mean, have you you seen the amount of awards that they won and not nominations?
1: I I saw through their Twitter stream, like just a stream of, Hey, we got nominated and won this one, this one, and this one. So I, I haven't seen like the full list yet though. It's uh, it's
0: crazy ridiculous. Um, after that, we're going to get into our gameplay. I uh, my computer crashed. So, well, it didn't crash, but I'll I'll get into that later on. But basically, a lot of my gameplay uh, surrounds something near and dear to Shank's heart: Oblivion on the uh, on the 360. That's yeah. A, that, what about you guys? What did you What did you guys have a chance to uh, to play this week?
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh oh please please pick me. Pick me.
0: What Dave, what did you play this week?
2: Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah. Um dude, I scrimmed.
0: You okay, and Shank, what did what did you get a chance to play this
1: week? Skyrim. Skyrim.
0: Skyrim. So there you go. Um before we get into that though, let's just mention um that yes, Joe is not here today, unfortunately. Uh, He called me up earlier today. He got pulled into a nasty freaking meeting from like six o'clock till midnight today. This poor guy is going to be at a meeting. That
1: sucks. Uh, It's awful.
0: And then tomorrow he's got like another eight
1: hours. Dude, I feel his pain so much. Yeah. I I sympathize with you, buddy. Like that sucks, (laughs) man. I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like it stinks. I I really feel feel bad for Joe. (laughs) Um, the other thing is that Lou's not here because he for the last two weeks has had um uh specialized training everyone knows he's in the military so he's had to go for specialized training the last two weeks and um you know we we canceled last week's show i forgot what happened something something had happened last week re- regarding that anyway um he couldn't be here this this week either so it's it's unfortunate that yeah, it feels like kind of like a skeleton crew this week. Jeez. Wow.
1: We wow, did we have an ESO too, All-Stars, wow. though. We did. Yeah. Did you guys hear uh, ESO All-Stars? I yeah. did. What would you think of it? You uh, brought up uh, my picking up flowers, and I think uh, <laughs> one of the shoddy cast guys did, too, and I, I laughed when I was listening to that in the car on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, uh, I, it's well known.
2: I definitely <laughs> like the... the all the different people the different points of view and the different guilds coming together and they all kind of have the same point of view on the game. I know. It, it, it's pretty neat. I like it.
1: Dude, Eld- and everyone was like Eld Mary Dominion, why? Because it's cool. No, no. Queen Irene, she's hot. Just just ah. that's let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> she's a Betty. She's oh, a Betty. Man. That's if what she, has me sold. If she was president, she would be Abraham Lincoln. She would. No, you oh, know Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god.
0: Thanks, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> um no, you know what I you know what I love about her is is that she's just such a, a strong, you know, female leader and oh man, you know, nothing gets me going like a like a real
1: An aggressive woman, wow. a dominant woman as uh, a woman. You know, I love it, I dude. Like, I love
2: it. Because she's had so much crap that she's had thrown at her and
1: still she's she just stands and does it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the shallow one here and say I like her because she's hot. There's literally no other reason other than she's hot.
2: It's too bad that she's gonna be hurt <laughs> by the Ebonheart. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Dave? Ebonheart's gonna kill her and all of you uh, pansy elves that that deal with it.
0: Oh, don't. That's. Uh, I don't know if I like talking to you right now. Um, <laughs> it sort of changes things. From...
1: <laughs> I just got. I just got a scolding Skype message from. Um, Liz saying Shank go to time out After I talked about How hot Queen Iran was <laughs> She's,
0: Hey uh, we didn't draw her That way okay <laughs> <laughs> She's a well drawn woman <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you see that CG trailer Can I just say it Like yep. Okay anyway I'm sorry Yep saw I, it <laughs> I, I, I just upset Liz
0: So that That that, that moves us neatly Into Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> 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 Which is Which is Believe it or not The focus of this podcast <laughs>
1: yes yes shank getting berated by liz perfect segue into-
0: <laughs> exactly and and uh e3 happened not much has been said after after e3 uh we did get some unbelievable news but i want to bring this up the amount of awards that they've won for like best in show and nominations for such is is huge um you can check all this out on elder scrolls com. they uh they won best mmo by digital trends Game Informer gave them Best MMO. Geek Ti, Best MMO. Uh, IGN as well, Best MMO. Uh, Just just Push Start as well, Best MMO of 2013. MMORPG.com, Most Anticipated. Online Welton, Best E3 RPG. OXM, which is huge. Uh, that's, mo- huge. that's huge <laughs> most valuable game pc gamer most valuable game uh let's let's skip that uh 10 ton hammer here most anticipated there was I, there was another one for for PlayStation I saw as well um, honestly
1: the the pc gamer one surprises me so much yeah it genuinely surprised me
0: <laughs> IGN rated it best ps4 game Best PC game and best MMO, Machinima nominated it for best PC game, best online multiplayer. So uh, huge congratulations! Destructoid nominated for best MMO. Great stuff! Congratulations, yeah, well, us. Well
1: deserved, I think. Definitely well deserved. Yeah, Dave, what do you think? Do you think it holds up to all this?
2: <clears throat> Honestly there were so many great games that came out on E3. There's so many that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Of the different ones that are deserving, many of them are deserving. I cannot deny that. But Elder Scrolls Online, they really went above and beyond to actually put the game together so that people could sit down and play it. It is playable already, and it hasn't even entered open beta. It... it, is so well put together that it it. There's no doubt in my mind that it blew everything else out of the water. Now that's not to say that there aren't other things out there that are just breathtaking because there are. Yeah. Especially if you watched the the E3 online. I I watched it online and I was awestruck at a few of the great games that were out this time. Cough. And, destiny. Cough. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't. I ha- I don't have a doubt that ESO would take the cake. It really is, especially coming out and saying, hey, guys, guess what? We're coming out to the consoles, too. That really that really was putting them over the top. Shank, what do you think?
1: But, I mean, I, I have but, to agree with what Dave said, um, but for slightly different reasons. I mean, yeah, the console announcement, I think that went, especially in my eyes, being the resident MMO noob on this uh, the show that went a long 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 way for me Um, and that that just gave me such mad respect for these guys but not only that I think I mean these awards are well deserved because I cannot think of another game in recent memory and perhaps you guys might correct me because you're more familiar with this space Uh, but i i I cannot think of another game or a franchise that was single player and they're trying to merge they're trying to bring the best of both worlds to appeal to both the single player uh fan base as well as the mmo uh space and i I think for that reason these awards are well deserved because i don't know anyone else who's tried something as gargantuan as this before and not only that they're not, they're not, you know, saying, hey, even if you played single-player, the, the single-player games and not the MMOs, you have to play this on your PC. You can play this on the platform of your choice. Yeah. That, I mean, come, that's, that's huge. I really think for those two reasons, the, these, these nominations and awards are, I mean, they're, they're absolutely deserved. <laughs> Good. Very well.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Shank, if, if Elder Scrolls Online was not at E3, okay, Um mm-hmm. What do you think would have taken best in show?
1: Destiny. Uh, I I mean yeah, Destiny. <laughs>
3: I'm yeah. sorry I couldn't hold back. All no, that. no. Yeah, I, I no, can completely does.
1: agree because as as I mean I don't want to diverge too, you know too much from the Elder Scrolls here, but it, that's easily my new favorite IP for next year is that game just because of first of all it's Bungie and like what they're trying to do. So if if Elder Scrolls Online hadn't done what they did, yeah. Um, and dropped the oh by the way we're on consoles too i i mean it would have been destiny for me
0: cool all right guys um let's let's get a little pvp in us and uh let's let's jump in with this this uh talking pvp with uh, with Brian Wheeler from mmorpg.com
2: can i just interrupt real quick before we start in on this and say that when we were at uh Pax East
1: mm-hmm. we met Brian Wheeler that yeah. was my question to you guys, actually, if you met him or not.
2: Yeah, we met him. At, he was he was sick that day, wasn't he? Of our.
1: Oh yeah, he was real sick. Not only
2: was this dude sick, but he took the time to personally walk aside with us, talk with us. The dude's a great guy. Yeah, and and honestly, it, it's not what I was expecting from someone who's building, you know, a cutthroat PvP section of a game. It, it, he really blew me away personally, and I got to give a shout out to Brian Wheeler. I, I honestly believe that the PvP is in great hands. I think. I think it speaks
0: volumes um, about the kind of game that these people make when you that these people are making when you actually get to meet them and you see how down to earth they really are. Oh yeah. A lot of times. And Shank, um, well, I mean, both of you guys could probably tell me better um, because you guys watch a lot of a lot of other, you know, videos for other video games and you see a lot of, you know, developer faces, you, you know, through the Internet. In the few that I've seen, they always carry this this sort of on um, the developer arrogance to them.
2: Yeah, they always try to put their stature a little of- bit.
0: A little well, bit, really? yeah, you know and, and the one thing that always grabbed me was the the swotor devs. Mm-hmm. they they had this swagger about them that was ever so slightly off putting you know i mean
1: yeah i I don't want to speak to you know about other devs, but i in my eyes or uh, you know just speaking about the the candor and the the approachability of the ESO team, the only other developers I know that are this. I guess down to earth for lack of a better word and, you know, connected to their fans as CD project red. So, I mean, Mm. these guys, I I totally understand like they, you, you know that they understand the gamers, but you know that they understand the gamers because they are gamers as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they just want to make a great game that not only the quote unquote consumer can enjoy, but they can enjoy as a gamer without any of that sort of, developer baggage so to speak i don't know if that makes any sense yeah but.
0: you know I, the reason why i bring it up is because i think it takes a humble person to say i'm willing to take feedback from other people who are looking at the thing that i'm making and then make alterations based on that mm-hmm. you have to be in you have to be a humble person in order to do that and and that's sort of sort of the feeling that i think dave was trying to get across you know especially in regards to 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 brian wheeler how he came off to us he does seem to be he doesn't seem like the kind of person that would be working on you know a, a huge title like like eso is is becoming
2: well he doesn't seem that way because of how many other people we've seen in that similar position yeah. where honestly he's the right person for the job well um let's let's
0: uh let's see what mmorpg.com had to say, uh, with Brian Wheeler. Now, uh, I've got a bunch of bullet points here that I want to touch on. Uh, it's a it's a long video. It's probably about, I don't know, 15 or 16 minutes long. So we're going to take this one shot at a time. Probably about, I don't know, 10 different bullet points I want to hit on. So So here's the first one, okay? Why was the game held back? Here's what Brian had to say.
4: Out of the way, right at the front, Okay. now we're talking Spring 2014 release, right? Yep.
5: Why? Uh, well, we've been in closed beta for a while now. Okay. The feedback we've been getting from that, as well as just our internal feedback, we know there's more to do. Okay. And we want the Elder Scrolls game to be the best Elder Scrolls game possible out there, as opposed to just being, well, we punted it out. I don't want anybody to think we punted it. I don't want anybody to think we skimmed on certain things. Uh, playing through beta, playing through our closed test, playing through the PvP and PvE, All of it, we're seeing, like, we want to polish it. We want to make it better. We want to make it uh, as best of an Elder Scrolls game as possible. Yeah. And we obviously want it to be online. Yeah. So we have to make sure that all the features work for single players and multiplayers. So just a lot of the things we've been doing is playing the game.
0: So there you go. That's that's basically why. Straight from Brian Wheeler's mouth.
1: And, I mean, notice that right away he said feedback. We got feedback. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that right there, if anything, that's an indication of just, like, how in tune with not only their internal development team they are, but more importantly, the much larger space of any beta testers out there who all have completely different backgrounds and play styles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's, that's I can't disagree with them there.
2: You got anything on this, Dave? Well, I just, it's exactly what we would want to hear from anyone in any position. Um, now we didn't actually touch PVP, uh, when we were at PAX East mm-hmm. and I don't believe it was from what I heard that it was even at E3, but you got to figure they, that's a completely different side of the coin when it comes to MMOs. Oh yeah. That you have to get right. It has to run seamless. You have to, uh, you know, be able to get your score back to find out how good you're going doing against other people to figure out exactly where you lay when it comes to pvp especially in mmos that's that's how the pvp player in mmo likes to, to have their game done they want their you know everything to run right because if something isn't running right someone's going to exploit it that's how pvp works that's how pve works
3: mm-hmm.
2: so they definitely he's the guy's in a hard position so to have uh Feedback and listen to it is a big deal.
0: All right. So uh, this one is about the simultaneous release across all consoles. Let's see what he has to say about this.
4: Is it going to be a simultaneous release when it comes out on the consoles as well? Then
5: it'll be. We're shooting for all of them to come out in the same time frame. I can't promise whether it's all going to be on the same day or not. Okay. But we are trying to get to make sure that uh, PC, Mac. Xbox One, as well as PS4 are all the best Elder Scrolls games out there, and there's no one version that's better or not, it all will be high quality across the bar. So they
4: didn't really have anything to do with having to delay it, it's more the core game? it was just
5: flat out, you know, as we're playing the game, we're like, we want to add more to it, we want to make, we want to add more skill lines, or we want to add more characters on your screen in PvP, we want to make the game run, like, as smooth as frame weight as we can, so
0: so there you go um these are these are two huge questions that that the the internet has has been jumping on oh my god and a lot of it is you know oh you know they're holding it back to make it ready for consoles and then which is you know look obviously we're not there we can't say for sure All we can tell you is that this is what the developers are saying we've heard this from nick conkle and we've heard this now from brian wheeler which is the reason why i wanted to feature this stuff on the show today you know zenimax is is um telling us the reason why they're they're holding it back is because that there's stuff in the game that they they want to have in the game and it's just not feasible to put it all there so it feels ready feels complete feels good and still make the 2013 end of the year deadline so they had to hold it back
1: and just one quick thing i want to mention because this has been kind of uh i I guess irritating me ever since uh we learned about the spring 2014 release date and it 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 has to do with the fact and you you we all heard uh brian mention it make sure that no one platform is better so like you get a consistent gameplay experience regardless of the platform i can't tell i don't know what you guys feel or have seen but i cannot tell you how I guess frustrating it is uh, to see things, uh, you know, not just on Twitter, but like across the Internet, basically <laughs> the the hive mind of the Internet that's saying, oh, you know, well, clearly this platform is going to be better than this one. And that's why they're going to polish. And it's it, no, I mean, you heard it here from the devs. They want a clean, consistent experience across the platform. That does not mean you sacrifice one thing. So the other thing works. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That just that's you cannot jump to those conclusions like that.
0: And the other thing too is, is this all going to be coming out on the same day? The, the answer right now, <laughs> the answer right now is oh. no, but you're, you know, uh, you're gonna get, you're gonna get this game released relatively at the same time. And I'm
1: totally <laughs> fine with that, honestly, Dude, you know, if,
2: if they release PS4, even a minute, after all of the others <laughs> there is gonna be a hell store. you know that like if, there, if anything hold back the oh God, ps yeah. or the 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 xbox one and the pc yeah just don't let those come out for a few days yeah let the ps4 come out first or yeah. damn near close to it because you do not want the hell that will come from a ps4 coming out 10 days after everything else yeah or 30 I, days after everything
0: i else. i <laughs> i have to please zoss please <laughs> just as tight as you can possibly get it i know i know you know that's important and i don't have to say it but i just feel like i should say it. <laughs> as, as tight as you could possibly get it please and if ps4 can come out first you know, throw the guys a line. <laughs> you know, last year was real <laughs> tough on the Elder Scrolls PS3 player.
2: <laughs> oh man, we have pl- we have seen that backlash a few too many times. We got,
0: we've got, we've got reams, reams of emails from from PlayStation Three players from last summer. Just, just the anger.
2: <laughs> All right, <laughs> especially this one jerk named Shank or something like that. Hey, hey. what? okay that's
3: fair
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was that was over the initial announcement that wasn't that was that had nothing to do with with the dawn guard thing um okay so the (laughs) next question is how are you going to make pvp a rich experience now listen up real close guys because this is extremely important pvp and pve are completely separate games you could win at pve and fail as a developer in PvP and vice versa. And many, many, many games have done this. Yep. So, so how do you make a PvP environment rich, interesting, fun, exciting for someone like me who's PvE-based and Elder Scrolls players are PvE players? How do you get a, a single-player PvE guy like Shank want to go into Cyrodiil and say... I want to kill some players not necessarily explore how do you do that so here's here's what brian wheeler says
4: let's talk about cyrodiil and that's like the core pvp as as people that may or may not know there's not going to be like arena and battleground pvp in eso the pvp is all about cyrodiil and this aba alliance versus alliance conflict um and one thing that I, I always think of when I think of this massive conflict, I, you know, I harken back to Dark Age of Camelot. You might be familiar with it. But I also think about Warhammer and how Warhammer had these these great hopes and great designs that didn't quite come to f- fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to avoid those sort of pratfalls and like make EVA a truly rich experience that people that remember Dark Age of Camelot can look forward to? The,
5: the great thing about the Cyrodiil is that the PvP is mixed in with PVE stuff to do. Uh, there's Coral, Chayden, Hall, Bruma, as well as some other towns in the south, Blashtricks and Cropsford. These are towns which have NPCs that need help. They need you they need to do quests for them. And that gives people like me a pvp here somewhere to go hunt.
1: There you go right there. Um, a couple of quick questions. One, is it really sad that I know exactly where Cropsford is? And number two, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> probably more relevant, is for you guys, since you, you're MMO seasoned vets... Does an MMO, how should I say that? Does an MMO need PVP in order to be an MMO?
2: Unfortunately, yes. Um, PVPers stray away from games to the point where the game will sputter and die if it doesn't have the PVP that people are looking for. Um, That game that I'm referring to is uh, Final Fantasy XI. It really didn't have a rich PVP. And people strayed away from it, except for the hardcore PvEers that want to group up.
0: I think I think it's it's best to an, to to say that um, it's not necessary, but it's just so commonplace these days that if if a game launches without PvP at all, um, potential potential players are going to notice that and think there's something wrong with the game. Um, unless the developer comes out with a really strong message early in the early in the uh, the development cycle gotcha um so so the answer here is uh and maybe if you didn't catch it the answer here is make pve available in pvp have them have them go out and explore a little bit and get involved in pvp as a result that's that's Um, how it's done
1: and my i guess my question arises then have you guys um played a game that sort of does this has like some yeah. element of pve and the pvp yeah yep absolutely um,
2: world of warcraft does that
1: yeah and they did it fantastically too
2: sometimes <laughs> well um you're <laughs> specifically starting at uh wrath of the lich king moving forward they did excellent um amazing i i have to say that i always come back to it that uh the Wintergrasp was one of my favorite PvP areas of all time. It's actually one of my favorite areas in an MMO of all time.
0: Yeah, Wintergrasp was was pretty cool.
2: It was. It's if I see that in Cyrodiil, oh, I'll be there every day. But then again, they had like the the Frost Wolf uh, area. They they had a PvP area that they added quests into to try to bring in PvEers. It didn't work because still the focus of that map was only pvp so it, it really is a balance yeah it, it, it very much is something that they're gonna have to uh give you the 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 right means to mix pve and pvp at the same time
1: and forgive my ignorance but i mean it sounds like this this game especially the the, the... The nature of Cyrodiil, not, I'm not talking about Cyrodiil in ESO, but just Cyrodiil in Tamriel seems like, I mean, duh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a natural fit to put PvP, but also, you know, he said there's Chadenal, there's Bruma, there's Cropsford, um, there was one other, uh, city I can't remember, um, you know, that you can, you can go there, I think, Coral, and you can, you can go there and like hang out in the towns and stuff, and that, Almost, you know, I mean, that almost seems like, for me at least, it's like, for a player like me, that would be like putting on the PvP training wheels, almost.
0: Yeah, it's a good introduction to, to PvP, um, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I thought was, was great about about World of Warcraft, and it was my first, one of my first MMOs, my first was, was Final Fantasy XI, um, but World of Warcraft's uh, PvP system was my, my first taste of it, of, of PvP in an MMO. What I liked about it was the PvP servers at the time of launch. Oh, yeah. At the time of launch in 2004, the, the World of Warcraft PvP servers were great. You go into what they considered a contested territory, and you're, you're walking in these places at, at low level, like 15, right around there. And you could possibly be meeting up with someone from the opposite faction and then
2: because they also have a town in that area that they're doing quests in right. that same area. They overlap.
0: Right. So so you and the opposite faction are are questing in the same zone and you tend to meet up from time to time and that that would spur um PvP battles.
1: Oh yeah. The there fun.
0: there was, was one it? Tar and Mill. I was just gonna say it. There was, there is one place that is epic, 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 epic PvP battles in World of Warcraft, and that was the South Shore, Taren Mill Wars. Yep. You were you were questing in South Shore, in South Shore, and someone else would be questing in Taran Mill of the opposite faction or vice versa, and someone inevitably would would throw down the first glove, right, and then it would be on. It'd be a one v one PvP thing, and then somebody would call in their guildmates, yell, this guy yeah. over here, he's jumping me, come help me out, and this other guy. And, they, and before you know it, the other guy was saying the same thing to his guild. You would have 20, 40 people going out at it between the, in, the, in the one little area between Taran Mill and South Shore, just beating the hell out of each other for hours.
2: I would love to see that. Hours. hours I, I would love to see that.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. That, to me, was my favorite type of PvP. Not necessarily, you know, little instanced areas. And that's, I think, you're going to get that in, in this game. In, in Cyrodiil, Cyrodiil is so big, and, and um, uh, Brian Willer explains it in a few minutes. Cyrodiil is so big that they have all these different towns with all these different quests in those towns. Like, eventually, you're going to be doing some of these quests. You're going to meet up with somebody from the opposite faction, and then it's on. So, all right, um... Without further ado, let's get into the next point
2: <laughs> Man, we're just I, I, I feel you, man, and it I I know exactly where you're coming from, and I'm like, oh my god, now I'm itching to put to go kill somebody over at Tarn Mill.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Um before before we go to the next point, guys, uh not not to cut you off. Do you have anything else that you want to weigh in on this? Dave, you go first.
1: No, I'm I'm good, man. I'm All right, Shank. Um based on the answer to the next one, yes I will, but not on this specific one. <laughs> okay,
0: so how big is your Cyrodiil?
4: Like comparatively to the rest of the game, like, uh, it's roughly it's a huge chunk of the yeah, map. Yeah, I'd
5: say it's like roughly nine zones big. Like if you're, oh,
0: regular- okay, let me stop there for a second. He says nine zones. Cyrodiil is nine zones big.
1: Is nine zones the same? Is a zone the same as a province? That's my question. Yeah. Well. Okay. I mean, um. An area of the province.
2: When we were playing, it was, at PAX, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it's as big as a province, but it's, yeah, it's pretty darn big.
0: Let me let me take this back and start it over again so you don't have the interruption. Here you go.
5: Somewhere to fight. Odds are, if they're not at a keep or they're not at a resource playing keep, they're probably doing quests you they may be looks. in a cave. Yeah. So I know where to go to find them. Uh, the other great thing about Cyrodole is it's, it's all linked together. It's not like one zone. Like, comparatively to the rest of the game, like, uh, it's roughly it's a huge chunk of the yeah, map. Yeah, I'd say it's, like, roughly nine zones big. Like, if you're, if boarded, you're running yeah. around in, uh, in Glenumbra, like people are doing here, yeah. it's, like, nine times the size of that. Wow. So it's huge. Yeah.
0: So nine times the size of that starter zone that he just mentioned, Glenumbra.
1: Okay, I've seen Glenumbra on a map, um, just from the maps of Tamriel. That's not a small area.
3: No.
0: No, as far as starter zones are concerned, you know, if you if you play MMOs and you know what the starter zones usually are like, you know, Glen Umbra is quite large by comparison. Um, but anything else beyond Glenumbra
1: is far, far bigger. And I mean, you, I think. It, if you were like, I guess playing detective or something, you could, you based off of what he said earlier. So if you look at the towns, okay, he said Coral, Bruma, Chadenhall, but he also said Cropsford. Now, if you know your geography of Cyrodiil, which no one in the world does, but you, yeah, basically. So if you, if, if you look at where Cropsford is relative to Coral, that is a lot of land. That is pretty much like the North, I mean, I mean that's that's huge. That's a massive, massive, massive chunk because not only you're going all the way north to Bruma, you're going all the way east to Chadenhall, all the way west to Coral, and then farther south enough to Cropsford. That is not a small chunk of land. So, that right there, from an Explorer Shank standpoint, dude, think of all <laughs> those flowers,
0: dude. Um, <laughs> it should it should also be mentioned before before we we talk about this. Um that he also states that you'll know where the action is by looking at your map and that making Cyrodiil large enough to have thousands of players in the zone at the same time. So if you ever wondered, you know, I'm doing a lot of quests here in Cyrodiil, where is the PvP at? Just just toss open your map and it's going to be very obvious to you. And also they're making, the, they're making Cyrodiil large enough to have thousands of players in the zone at the same time. That's different than than them saying you can see 200 players on your screen at one time. That's different.
1: Now, I'm not sure if this will be answered later, but just from the layout of just in my head like how the the area that uh, those that covers regarding those cities, the Imperial City is between Coral and Cropsford. So does that mean we can go to the Imperial City? It would seem as such the white gold tower is going to be there because that means i mean dude just oh my
0: god which i know is different than the imperial city but we we have to at least say we know that the white gold tower is going to be there whatever's developed around the white gold tower i mean who knows
1: yeah because you'd have to i mean you have to go through the imperial city to get to the white gold tower right so, dude, oh, my God, I, I need to change pants. <laughs> okay,
0: so let's let's just rehash these points real quick, all right? Number number one, um, he does say that Cyrodiil is going to be about the size of nine gigantic zones um, in in Elder Scrolls Online. Also, another point I want to bring out, okay, it's going to be very easy for you to find the PvP action because they're going to make it obvious for you on a map. That means you're going to be able to get to that action as, as quickly as possible, or at least recognize where it is and start heading out toward it if you're not close. And also that thousands of people are going to be able to get into Cyrodiil at the same time. So whenever you want to PVP or whenever you want to get into Cyrodiil, it's going to happen. That's, that's, there it is right there. Uh, Dave, what say you want any of these topics?
3: Um
2: honestly I'm 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 happy with how large it's going to be. I'd like to see that it wouldn't be instanced at all, but you know that's just me. I don't like PvP instancing. I don't like it when it plays like a football game where you have one team on one end of the field and the other team on the other end of the field and they run to the middle and smack heads. I I can't stand PvP like that. I like open world PvP where you actually have something to do, but you can go anywhere and do anything in the area without knowing exactly where the other team is coming from.
0: Yeah. I I have to agree with that. You know, um again, if I can bring up um, you know, Swotor's PVP, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I actually liked it to be honest. Um I thought oh, man, I thought hutball is... was a lot of fun, but um it had Hutball had its place as a game in the galaxy, in the Swotor universe, but also so did open world PvP, and that was not in the game, and that hurt it.
2: Well, it was, hypothetically, but nobody went to Ilum to do it, because it was so out of the way. Now, yeah. Cyrodiil is going to be in the middle of everything. That's the center of the world, basically. Right. So, you're going to people are going to be drawn to it and i'm I'm glad to see that
0: you're going to be able to get there at level 10 you're going to be able to walk in there and be like what's this all about let me check it out oh let's do some quests around you know uh chadenhall around coral oh here's you know here's a guy over here and and he's he's the opposite faction let me you know do this and that and and, and let's you know have some fun here and get into it and then you know, who knows? Who knows? I'm excited for the prospect of there to actually be some of those old South Shore Taran Mill war esque type fights going on where, you know, one day, uh, seven years from now, we're gonna be able to say on this show, gee, you know, wasn't it fun when we had those, you know, Chaidenhole uh Bruma wars going on when one, one faction owned it and the other faction owned the other one, and here comes the third one sweeping us out from the flank and
1: Oh my god, I mean uh I mean Seriously, okay, just a couple of quick final points for me on this one, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, as many of you know, I've spent way too much of my life in Cyrodiil. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I know every single, I mean, this is not, I'm not bragging. I'm just like, this is just, I'm just stating things here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I know every single hidden road path through the mountains, everything in that entire game that are like not marked on the map. So when you say, "Hey, do you remember that battle between Coral? I mean, between Chadenal and Bruma?" There are literally four totally hidden paths that take you from those two cities. Can See, you imagine oh battles along those roads?
2: I I don't know if they're gonna have it that exact.
1: Well, I mean, they said they they've stated uh, earlier this year that they're using the Cyrodiil height map. So I don't imagine why that wouldn't include those those roadways
2: I believe that there will be a GM bringing you into an enclosed area to discuss how your knowledge of the Cyrodiil brings in a whole new aspect of the game and makes you ineligible to play PvP
0: can we please get get Shank hired by Zenimax online so they could just ask him questions
2: (laughs)
1: where should this type of flower be oh (laughs) Jess Gina anybody dude (laughs) I will. I mean, yes. Oh, God. Please. Because, I mean, l- listen, because they haven't even talked. I mean, there are regions of Cyrodiil. You're talking about Lower Nibbon, Nibine Valley, West Weald, Gold Coast, Colovian Highlands. That is not included in the areas that they just discussed. And those areas are freaking huge. Just imagine. Oh, my God, dude. I'm done. Clearly. I'm, I'm, I'm good for today. <laughs> I think Shank had a heart attack. <laughs>
0: We're oh killing. man, that's awesome, Shank! Oh. I hate the fact that you're doing this on PS4, and not PC, because I want you next to me, when No, we're he he's doing around. both. Oh, that's another thing too. He mentions uh, later on in the video that that scouting quests for solo players are available too. We'll get into that later, though. Um, here, uh, the next—I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm sorry,
1: I had to nerd out about Sterodil. I'm sorry. No, it's I all good.
0: I, you're on. I mean, you know, this is this is what the show is all about. <laughs> um. Okay. Brief overview of how campaigns will work
4: about that because you just touched on something that we yep. haven't really heard much detail about, the campaign system for ABA. Brief overview without getting too technical. Go!
5: Yeah, a very brief. Um, there's basically, uh, there's lots of serials up and running. How many are going to be up and running, we still need to determine that. Okay. Um, uh, but as a whole, you sign up for a campaign, campaigns have a set duration, but when the duration ends, the keeps and all the resources, they don't flip, they don't go to zero. Yeah. They still persist. So there's a score that occurs between the campaign start and end, which determines basically your rewards. If you're number one in the campaign in terms of your alliance getting the most points, you're going to get a very good reward. And then are you the emperor? Or is that, that Emperor is another system, ah, actually. Emperor right. is a different leaderboard system okay. entirely. We'll talk about that, too. Um, but as a whole, the campaigns work where you assign yourself to a campaign. You also can assign yourself to a campaign guest and then that lasts for 24 hours. It's sort of like, you know, I can get on this roller coaster for the next 24 hours type of thing. Uh, You can reassign that at will. For your assigned campaign, you have a set, um, you know, I signed up for this one. I can choose to go to another one. It'll cost me alliance points to change. It's just a matter of when you change and how much those alliance points will cost you to do so. Because we don't want to run into the case where there's like, a guild of 500 people saying, all right, we're going to jump from this one to this one to bomb it. Yeah. Like, there has to be some... We're sick of getting beaten in this one. We're going to all jump over here. And to do that, you need to pay Alliance points to do it. Or you need to wait. you wait to the end of the campaign, it'll be a little bit cheaper. What's the... So you said 24
4: hours, but how...
0: Okay, so Dave, what what did you take away from this?
2: Okay, I I know I'm going to pull in another anecdote. Um, Rift brought in the ability for people to transfer their entire guilds uh, so that they could move to a server that more suited them. This was immediately exploited by the top guilds in Rift to go and clear out server firsts from servers that they knew had not already had those uh, raids or uh, different achievements done yet. Um, I'm glad to hear that they're going to be taking the stance on, yes, they're going to... accommodate your guild but they're going to do it in such a way that they know that it's not going to be hey I'm going to get 500 of the best players in the world and we're going to go take over this area
0: yeah I think that's uh that's important I think it's also important to note that he said we're going to have lots of Cyrodiils running at the same time with basically that means that um there's going to be a lot of instances or a lot of shards of Cyrodiil up and running a lot of layers of it up and running so when you want a pvp you can get in and PvP pretty much any time you want. Um, that's right. ba-
2: it kind of seems also he's he's trying to pit you toward people of your same level. They're not going to pick you know your your people who are just starting off and throw them into a fray with you know the top geared people in the world. It just it doesn't seem like they're trying to do that.
0: Right. Uh, Shank, do you have anything on this?
1: Yeah, uh, this his answer, if anything, just perpetuated my hope for my last answer. Because if, the, if he says, like, regarding these campaigns, that might mean, like, s- some dude might be like, all right, Shank, you need to take the northern pass through the Geralds from Chadenal to go attack Bruma. And while you're there, just go, like, kill people at Azura's shrine. So, like, I could that could be, like, one of my can. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally on a quest, you guys.
0: Dave. Hmm? Shank is extremely PVE. You see how excited he is about PvP. Yeah. They it seems to me that they're doing it
2: Man, They're doing it right. I'm glad already. to hear Shank is that excited. I've been burned way too many times. I'm excited though, but I've been burned a lot. I really want to see this come through right.
0: And and that's where it is. Proof's in the pudding. You know? But uh it, if all the stuff they're saying is all the right stuff. That's that, that's my point.
4: They absolutely are. They absolutely are.
0: Uh, next point. What else has been added lately?
4: Um, what else has been added lately? I know we we just talked about we're pushing things back, so and you're polishing and adding and, mm-hmm. and just kind of iterating on everything. So what else in terms of PVP have you guys been putting in recently? Uh,
5: recently, we got in uh, leaderboards, mm-hmm. which track how much uh, how many alliance points you've earned during a campaign. But we can also those leaderboards update constantly. Yeah. So you can see where you're doing within your alliance, where you're doing within the campaign. Uh, this is all within a campaign, by the yeah. way. Um, which, are how you're doing in classes, and you can look at that across alliances. So can I can you see- you compare
4: yourself like, to your guild and stuff like that too?
5: Uh, there's no guild comparison. Oh, darn. I love but the, there, there is the concept Come to be at the of, bottom of that list no. every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we do, it does track, uh, in terms of what we're going to show on the screen, top 100, but I mean, there can be more than obviously a hundred people in okay. alliance assigned to a campaign. Yeah. We'll show where you rank overall, uh, within the class or within uh, the campaign as a whole, or within your alliance. Okay. And that class comparison is cool because it shows you best Dragon Knight between all three alliances nice. in the campaign. Not we just you know, well. best Old Mary yeah. one. Or best dagger. Player.
0: So leaderboards is uh, something that they're excited about recently adding. Uh, Dave, how important is that in, in PvP, in an, in an MMO, and in PvP in an MMO? Is leaderboards really that important? Um,
2: honestly, they didn't have a leaderboard per se when it came to Wintergrasp, and it worked perfect.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They I'm do. So, I'm sorry,
1: what's Wintergrasp?
2: Wintergrasp is the World of Warcraft first real open area, conquer me or die, uh, type of, of pvp area oh, okay. where they had, had a okay they had a big keep in the center and then they had these four stations for people to uh, for the other team to be at to attack the keep and that wintergrass keep was was what it was all about uh during wrath of the lich king
0: yeah and they even added so much um where even if you did take that keep you were then granted the ability to go inside the uh the raid that was right just... there was a
2: specialized raid and it dropped all you...
0: pvp gear yep so uh, uh-huh. that's that's what that was Uh so what 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 were you saying Dave about about leaderboards and it, uh, it well, wasn't in Wintergrasp, and
2: I understand why they would want it I get that there's always going to be that min maxer who likes to see not only their stats but compare their stats to the best players in the world
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's a given that that came into the frame when the major league gaming really took a boom and took off. That's you know that's fine for them. For me, honestly, it isn't really going to be about that. It, for me, it's all about the gameplay and and actually being in the game, not checking the scores on the the you know how many kills I've gotten. Yeah. On the other hand, when it comes to PvP, I'm absolutely going to try to figure out how much damage output I'm doing constantly. So it really that. I get that I, I treat one side of the coin different than the other, but that's just how I am when it comes to PVP. I really like that open feel. I don't like to be constrained and put into a box of you got 10 kills. You're better
1: than this person who got seven kills and so on. What about you, Shank? Yeah. What do you think about this? Um, This is going to upset pretty much everyone. That's not a player like me, but I mean, I, I, I don't care for leaderboards, <laughs> but hopefully you can see where I'm coming from. Um, I well, you're I, not I think, a, you're not a PvP
0: guy. I mean, why would you care about leaderboards?
1: Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Elder Scrolls for me has never been about stats or like. Well, stats isn't like you know, like what what is your rank in this? Like, what how many kills have you got? Like, I, right, I don't know, like damage I per mean,
0: second, heals per second, yeah, sort of stats yeah, I
3: mean, and.
1: Yeah, I get that's what not you're saying. Say. I mean, they track those things. If you go to Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls, uh, you know, like your player player progress, they, yeah, they track it. But like mm-hmm. really do I do I really care about that? No. I I All mean, right. I'm there to take in the world and you know, <laughs> if there's another human being there that's in my way, especially if he's an Argonian, then I'm going to kill him. <laughs> But it's... I mean, do I, do I care if like how much DPS I'm doing to him now? I, I don't like my rank could I could that's like the least importance to me, honestly, in something like this.
0: Well, I, I will say this. It is a small feature, but I think for for a lot of fans of PvP, I think it's going to be a small feature that's going to mean a lot. Um, When when I'm done with uh, PvP, I, I always wonder, gee, how did I do and uh, or how did I rank overall? And, and am I am I getting better? Or am I getting worse? and and sometimes those those uh, final leaderboards at the end show me, you know, exactly how the, how that's going about. Um, and I, I definitely see this working in their game, especially during the the end of maybe a campaign. You want to see how that's how that's going.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can see why if you're a PvP'er, you would. This definitely would, I mean, yeah, this is important to you. But for me, I mean, I guess I guess the the overall arching thing for me is that Elder Scrolls to me has never been about the numbers. Right. I'll yeah. say that much.
0: For you, it's, does this feel like Elder Scrolls?
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to play the numbers game with it because then I'm, I mean, I might as well just be sitting in a math class or something. I want to, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not about numbers for me. All
0: right. So let's, we got two more points. Um, I want to bring this one up. All right. What can you spend your alliance points on?
4: Somebody's exact corpse, like take their gear, but can you loot somebody and get like some coins and like random drops? Have you uh, thought about that? You get
5: alliance points from alliance killing points players, so that's but your it's currency. Not like, yeah, it's not like I'm grabbing it
4: off the okay. player. You get it, and then you system. could go spend it at like an alliance vendor, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh,
5: you can spend your alliance points on armor, weapons, as well as other things like uh, siege weaponry yeah. and uh, various types of things, like um, like potions, like, like potions stuff, like and stuff. stuff Consumables that's only for ABA. Yes.
4: Okay. And now, what about? Uh, see, I just had more questions. Progression and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How does that work in ABA? We, we, we were almost done, and then oh, I had oh, more. Oh,
5: too many other things. All right.
4: So, like, can I just go in there, and yeah, you get yeah. automatically scaled up, right? Yeah, you can but go into will level I be leveling? ten.
5: leveling? Uh, you can go into level ten. You'll yeah. still earn experience yes. from killing players. You get experience from uh, capturing keeps, doing the quests, obviously. Uh, we have a whole suite of PVP quests that you can do. Okay. So there's things like you know, go kill 20 players. Go go capture this farm or lumber mill. Uh, we also have scouting quests which one of the great things about scouting is it promotes foot traffic out there yeah so again as a PVP'er, if i'm running around there trying to find people just there's a solo person just i want to scout this farm and get the hell out of here i may find somebody doing that in my territory yeah so there's uh ways to level up your character besides just doing the pve things yeah you don't have
0: so what do you spend your alliance points on you can spend it on on gear armor weapons and the like, um, you you get it by by being effective in PvP. You know, you you down the player and you get points. You don't necessarily grab it off of them, as 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 Brian Wheeler says, but you you earn it through through being successful in in uh, battles. Um, and then he started talking a little bit about. Um, totally lost my train of thought, but that's okay. Uh, Dave, <laughs> what, what do you what do you think about uh, about the the point system here and. You know, is this uh how, how does this feel or how do you think this is gonna feel? Is this is this right, is this off? What do you think?
2: Now man, this is one of one of those things people are gonna hate me for.
0: Um Hate on, brother.
2: I <laughs> I have had on in many situations where you have a PvPer who's only ever PvP'd in certain games that allow you to gain levels and gear through PvP, yet they walk into PvE and expect to do you know, exactly what a person whose career of PVE has only been PVE. I worry when, when, you know, the different sides collide. I want to make sure that I don't want people just to be handed, you know, amazing gear so that they can just saunter into PVP as well. I don't want PVPers just handed amazing gear so they can saunter into PVE. Though it's going to be, you know, I get it the one character can do both i i i want people to earn their keep and you know experience in in learning you know which you know how the flow of pvp is is a skill in itself Mm -hmm. learning the area is a skill in itself where i think the same way in pve learning you know the battles the different types of mechanics is a skill in itself I worry that Alliance points, as well as whatever you gain as an equivalent in PVE, would would work to gain gear, reputations, you know, different things that would make the other side basically null. I want to see either that they don't interact together or the best players are the ones who find the balance in between.
0: I'm not too sure how how what you are what exactly you're trying to get at here. How would how would getting alliance points by killing another player in battle?
2: That's what you spend on gear, right? That's what you said.
0: Oh, it's one. Of, yeah. It's it's you yeah. you take alliance points, and you can spend it on on items such as uh, you know armor and, and weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm sort of I'm sort of missing that. Like, why would that be? Why would that be a bad thing?
2: Because you have people who have absolutely no idea how to raid, walking into raids and expecting to do well. They have had zero training before that.
0: Okay, so yeah, but don't forget, there's no PvP and there's no PvE gear in this game. It's there's no differentiation between. I think maybe you're how forgetting you that. How you
2: attain it is how I classify the gear.
0: Okay, but you can't. You can't do that because they've said that there's no PVE or PVP gear. There's no stat that would differentiate it. You can be successful in PVP, get powerful gear, and then have that be useful
2: in. So you're not worried about the gameplay that a player who gets at level 10 starts PVPing all the way up to max level. They all, all of their gear they've Mm -hmm. only attained through alliance points through PvPing. yeah then one day they get the spark of man i really want to start playing pve Mm -hmm. they're not going to drop all of their gear off and then go back to the the starting areas and go all the way up
0: why would they have to there's no there's no difference between powerful gear
2: no The, the gear okay the gear doesn't matter as much as how the the actual gameplay Right,
0: and that that's something that needs to be watched on a per person basis, on a per content, you know, dungeon basis. You know, you have you, to, you gotta. You
2: already said you can't do that because all the gear is the same.
0: No, that's. I'm, I'm talking about two different things. Okay, um, I'm talking about the gear. The gear is the same, or at least it's. There's no difference between PvP and PvE gear. There's no. There's no PvP stat or PvE stat that's going to make that gear mean more in PvP versus, you know, the other. Um, But now we're talking about about play style. A person who spends their entire um, gameplay from, let's say, level 10 to 50 in Cyrodiil and earns all of their powerful gear in there, are they going to be able to successfully walk into high-end, large-group PvE content and be a successful player and and be a team player? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I see your point because the gameplay is different, but that doesn't necessarily mean that most or all of the people that that make that switch or jump over are going to be completely ineffective. I mean, you and if they are, you can just tell them, look, This is how we do this boss fight. It's not necessarily you running in there to kill another player.
2: That's not
0: effective in this way.
2: way. Okay, now let's look at it from the other direction. Mm -hmm. How would you feel if you were a PvPer? You leveled it from level 10 all the way up to 50. You've earned your keep. Mm -hmm. You've earned every piece of gear you've ever had because of alliance points. And at the same time, someone walks in who all they've had was they've only earned through PvE. They've only ever done dungeons. They've never walked in PvP, but mm-hmm. they have the top gear off of PvE. They walk up to you and just smack you down.
0: I wouldn't have a problem with it.
2: You wouldn't have a problem with that?
0: No, because they, depending on, on how the fight goes, I'm generally speaking, they're probably, they either got lucky or they're better at at their the, the way they they're, conducted themselves in the fight. There's no, there's also don't don't forget, there's no PVP specific um, spells in this game either. So I mean it's all it's all about it's all about managing your resources. It's all about knowing which which damaging um, spells or 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 melee moves to do at at a given time, and it's also about what what crowd control to use and when to use it. Because if so, you break out of crowd control,
1: you're using up stamina. So, if I understand this correctly or incorrectly, correct me. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as PVP gear or PVE gear. There is just ESO gear. That's what that's what Zoss has been saying. So yes. there's no like I can't get a jack sword that's found only in PVP but not in PVE. Like, I could find potentially the same sword in both scenarios. You,
0: you, no. What I think they're saying is that you can find that jacked sword that's only available in PvP and be effective with it in PvE as
1: well. Okay, so you're not gimped necessarily. Right. I don't see what's wrong with that. Well, I mean, in
0: other games it was, it was slightly, it was completely different, but... All right, look let's let's just get through this next stuff here. Um, I'm
3: sorry,
2: Barwin. This is just one of those things that no, I've been burned on so badly before, Dave, that I'm just scared a hell of
0: the the discussion. I think okay, I think that particular discussion was important enough to take away from this video because this is stuff that that players are wondering just like you and and the rest of us are wondering, and and this is open discussion that we need to have about this honestly, game. Honestly,
2: I, I would love in the future if Zoss came out with a further detail on exactly what in-game gear is going to look like that you can obtain through whatever means. Yeah. I, I want to see that. And honestly, I'm going to be scared until that that comes out. Until I, I see that and, and can understand it. And
0: you should be. Because it's never been done, at least to my knowledge. So I So I can't say, you know, across the board it's never been done successfully or at all but from what i know i've never seen it done and i've i so i can't even say i've never seen it done successfully i've just never seen it done where there was there was gear that that was applicable to both maybe guild wars 2 i mean i didn't play that game for very long um but i don't even know if it was successful so you know, I mean, we'll 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 wait and see. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You know, they got to show it to us, and uh, and hopefully, it's it's as uh, as awesome as, as they're they're sort of teasing it out to be.
1: Um, can I hit on a, something that he mentioned in that last clip, real quick? Yeah, regarding please. the scouting stuff. Yes. Dude.
2: Oh yeah, that was awesome.
1: Yeah. Okay. If there is anything, if there is anything I do in PvP, it will be the scouting. Just go around by yourself. You're like a lone man thing, scouting Mm -hmm. out your enemy troops and coming back and reporting. I mean, dude, how sick would that be?
0: Yeah, go ahead, Dave.
2: Are are you totally getting the feeling that we're all just going to sit in town and let Shank be our minion?
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be out
2: something, and we're going to be like, oh, Shank's under attack where is he okay we're gonna go out there and defend him this is gonna be hilarious
1: i wouldn't even i wouldn't even care like even if i died i'd be like i am like totally exploring cyrodiil on this hidden path and oh yeah guys by the way there's like some enemies over here peace
0: (laughs) this is why i was saying i was pissed off he's gonna play it on the ps4 because we we need him
1: yeah
2: he's he's gonna say he's gonna play it on the ps4 i'm sure he is but I'm pretty damn sure that that Shank's going to be joining us on the PC as well. I have no I, doubt so. in my mind. I don't I know, so. man. I mean, if don't they don't change... start with me. Don't start with me, son. Cool. No, I'm telling
1: you, it's the gamepad and the the making it applicable to the UI because we all know. Yeah, you're going to get
2: you're going to get bored first week and be like, guys, I want to play with y'all. Oh my god! All right, yeah.
0: gentlemen, 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 please settle down, <laughs> settle down. So, s- buckle your seatbelts because I got something else that's awesome here for you. Um, some things of note about this video. Okay, number one, they said the Mage Guild, Mage's Guild books, Dark Anchors, Public Dungeons, and quests are all in Cyrodiil as well. Additionally, you can earn XP from killing players, capturing keeps, doing quests, doing PvP quests, which are kill X amount of players or capture a farm, etc., um, and as well as doing scouting quests which are great for the uh the solo players in Cyrodiil. Mage guild books dark anchors public dungeons quests are all in Cyrodiil. I mean this is this is far more than just let me just run in there and kill some players uh Dave what what do you what say you on this
2: I'm i I missed what you said. I had to grab something.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Uh Mage Guild books, dark anchors, public dungeons. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Quests are all in Cyrodiil.
2: How do you think the Mage Guild books are gonna be?
0: It's it's part of the uh the Mage
2: Right, but do you think it's gonna always spawn in the same spot? Because no. that would be hilarious to watch somebody try to, you know sit on top of it waiting for it to respawn and people come by and kill them over and over again <laughs> i
0: guess i don't know if they're anything like the dark anchors the dark anchors have a certain place that they spawn at consistently and uh you go there and and you know destroy them for your for your fighter's guild quests so who knows maybe 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 uh mage guild books drop off of of enemies from those dark anchors and and you collect those as well as downing the dark anchors
2: that'd be cool now i can see the public dungeons um we actually me and lou went through a public dungeon at uh pax east Mm -hmm. and i can really see that being a lot of fun especially if you have a group that bands together to go into a a public dungeon and you know other people are going to know if there's something good in that dungeon people are going to go try to get it well
0: the and and just to just to sort of round off this discussion um the the reason why this stuff is important is because this is all pve stuff you go into cyrodele Alright, you're doing this stuff, you're doing public dungeons, you're doing quests there, you're 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 looking for those those uh mage books, you're looking for those dark anchors, and then oh my god, here comes a group from the other faction. Peace looking to do the same thing. <laughs> and, and and it's it's you're in that public dungeon and there's one boss and two factions want it. It's on. Peace. Oh, I
2: can I can see it the other direction. That that group wants that boss okay well while they're fighting it throw you know lob grenades at them we'll see how they like it
0: (laughs) i'm sure that'll happen okay (laughs) so um okay so the the last point here on the video is first person or third person in pvp what's better
4: one more question preference for uh aba combat third person or first person view what's better i'm in
5: uh third person while i'm roaming around yeah first person when i'm in a tight quarter place like when i'm like looking down from a gatehouse and a key ranging somebody yeah like looking down through through uh, a grate into the people that are ramming the door i'll be in first person view firing a bow or firing my staff
0: that's legit looking down through a grate as people are passing by it and just picking them off with your bow
2: that's epic
1: (laughs) i like that how
0: cool is that shank
1: what do you think about that I mean, you know my answer, dude. I mean, that's a cool <laughs> scenario, but I'm gonna be in first person this entire game. Like, oh, yeah. if I die more in PvP, I then I, then I die. I don't care. <laughs> first person for me, all the way.
0: I I have a feeling that uh, I'm gonna be in first person probably about 90% of my gameplay. I Have a very strong feeling. All right, Dave, we'll we'll end off this uh, this whole video from MMORPG.com with uh, lead PvP Brian Wheeler. We'll end it off with you. What's uh, what's your final words on
2: this? I think it's going to be done right. I'm I'm scared on a few points but honestly, I think it's going to be done right mm-hmm. and I hope it's going to be done right.
0: What about you, Shank? Your final word?
1: Um, I don't know what right or wrong is with respect to PVP, so it's all going to be new to me. Um I mean, so I mean, I guess the only way I'm going to judge it is how I mean, clearly it's going to be different from PVE, but I guess I'm going to judge it on how much PvP or PVE influence they do take into the PvP areas.
0: Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited. I've never been excited about PvP before. It's something that I used to do every now and again, and then just kind of jump out of. And but this, I'm actually really looking forward to getting into. All right, guys, uh, time to move on, and I'm going to leave this. uh, I'm going to leave it up to you guys. What do you want to do, Dev? Question of the week or
1: sexy potty
0: <laughs> sexy potty <laughs> we want to do a dev question of the week yeah, we or some do, of the we weekend game. question yeah what do you think that's
2: dave uh no
0: let's not do that let's not do
2: it <laughs> <laughs> that's fine with me fine really.
0: all right here we go dev question of the week guys
1: Hi, my name is Rosemary Ryan. I'm the global training manager for Zenimax Online Studios, and I'm based in Galway, Ireland. The developer question of the week today is, in the Elder Scrolls Online, you come across some treasure chests. You get to the bottom of the dungeon. One of the chests is unlocked. What do you hope to find inside?
4: What
6: do you hope to find inside of a treasure chest at the end of your dungeon? Shank.
1: Call on me last. (laughs) Dave.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Dave. What do you think? Uh,
2: Definitely a high DPS uh, healing staff. Oh my god. Healing staffs were so cool at, at PAX.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Um, me, I want, um, I want some, some leveled, a leveled amount of gold and, uh, a great piece of like an upgrade, you know, like a armor or, or a weapon and, um, maybe like a small bit of like hard
2: to find crafting material. Uh, the chat room has a few answers. One is a beta key. <laughs> oh, we got the and chat room up and running again? Yes, I got the chat room up and running. So. Oh,
0: very good. Very good. Beta key, huh?
2: Yes. Uh, and another is Queen Erin in a Princess Leia bikini.
0: I'll take that. Yes, please. For yeah, <laughs> I'll have one of those.
2: <laughs> oh, how about transcripts of Malik the Liar? Everyone could compare their contradicting accounts of the same events.
6: <laughs> Mike
1: is done talking right now. <laughs> what do you think, Shank? You come up with anything? I want a trailer for Elder Scrolls Six.
2: Oh my god! <sighs> <laughs> you're, gonna have a, you're gonna have a bad time.
1: Yeah.
2: All
0: right. Well. Mike, drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you might be disappointed. Like, a lot.
1: (laughs) Hey, hey, if there is no trailer for Elder Scrolls 6 in the first treasure chest I come across, I quit the game.
0: Yeah. You know what? What's funny is you're probably not the first person to say that.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I like the beasts 311 uh, answer in the chat room the best. A pink mountain flower. Hmm. There's actually no pink mountain flowers. There's red ones. But I'm sorry. I'm being pedantic. Okay, Varwin. Next topic. Um... That sort of takes care of the question I was about to
0: ask.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that the Elder Scrolls Six trailer is sitting right next to the Half Life Three trailer.
1: <laughs> Gabe Newell is creating Elder Scrolls Six single handedly. Shank,
0: what what flowers in in uh, in Cyril are pink? Are pink? Yeah.
1: I mean, the closest one I can. Go- I mean, I don't know if there's any pink ones, but I know that there's like a red mountain flower. Dra- well, dragon's tongue necessarily. Nah, dragon's tongue's kind of got gold and red. Really and- thinking
0: about this. It's hard
1: too.
2: Can we kick him from the call, please? I'll tell
0: you what, Shank. While you think about what what there could possibly be, uh, we're at pink flowers in Cyrodiil, Dave, why don't, you t- why don't you tell us a bit about your gameplay for the week?
2: Oh, thank you. Okay, <laughs> moving on. All right, can I can I first say that. I'd finally know how to live stream.
3: Yay! Yay.
2: Yes, that's right. My live I'm, my live stream skill has increased by 1.
1: Oh wait, no, there's a polypore. I think there's a polypore. Oh my god.
0: Oh my god, shank.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so All right. So Dave's live I'm streaming Dave. and skill <laughs> increased by 1. That's that's good. Um first off, I I, I played scrim. Hmm. And the uh, first thing I did is, as I said, I, I've been playing Dragonborn, and my character I started at level fifty-one. At the beginning of the day.
0: Isn't everyone's character the Dragonborn in Skyrim?
2: Yeah, but Way that's to be the original the expansion. Days. The expansion, dang it! Oh. <laughs> I was out in in Solstheim, oh. whatever it is.
6: Oh. Jesus.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, first thing I did is I, I actually was so high leveled I went and did the dra- the death brand quest. Mm. Where you get the the uh armor made out of the ridiculously hard ice and uh they all work together like St- they, they get bonuses. Stallroom. Yeah, the stall room. Stall room. It, it's it's ridiculously hard ice. It's like impenetrable ice. I love it. <laughs> um the the armor itself works together each piece gives bonuses to other pieces like if you're wearing the full set you get like an extra hundred points of armor if you're wearing so many pieces you get extra bonuses toward carrying capacity and stamina and I think the hands I have them on but they give dual wielding I don't even have dual wielding up I'm thinking about using one-handed weapons just to start working on that Mm. it's it's awesome it's a great set of gear it's it's amazing um, I haven't found anything that that even comes close, and then again, I haven't even worked on it yet. I'm gonna try to get it legendary this this next gameplay that I don't I'm like thinking. the
0: helm though. The helm sort of reminds it looks
2: me of stupid. It does. You, you know what it reminds me of? It
0: reminds me of the uh, the tier seven um, paladin gear, the headpiece yeah. in World of Warcraft. Yep. With those those freaking wings that came off the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And every time you jumped, you look like scissors. It yeah. reminds me of that helmet with the, the visor that goes across your eyes. You either look like a ridiculous superhero or like a <laughs>
2: reminds me of, it, you know, I, it, I they're like so it. ridiculous. Like the helmet looks like a, a Shogun kind of helmet, but on the top of it are these two ridiculously long spikes coming yeah. up like horns coming off the forehead. It, it's weird looking, but
0: it, it makes me wish there was like a hide helm feature.
2: It, it really does. You know what though? The, the gear as impenetrable as it may be is light armor. I, is you it? know, I haven't used light armor in this game except on like sneaky rogue type characters. you didn't know that. Yeah. It's completely light armor. If you get the death brand set, Ah. Uh. So I've been gaining light armor skill like crazy. It's great. Um, so I, I did the Death Brand quest, which ended up giving me two twin scimitars as well. How, how who, long?
0: How long would you say the Death Brand quest took you?
2: Honestly, I I get around pretty fast. I didn't go on foot. I did not shank it. Um, <laughs> I, I did do a bit of fast travel. So I'm yeah. sorry, Shank. You Please hear this, Shank? Right?
1: I'm crying. Like, seriously. I, I
2: understand. I understand, bro. I
1: didn't shank it.
2: We'll, we'll hug it out later, bro. We'll hug all it right. out. No. no, no. Yeah, we're hugging this. Go in the other room. We will deal with this later.
0: Oh, my. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, Dave, I mean, how, how long did you say?
2: It wasn't bad. Like, you do the first part of the quest, and then you have to play hopscotch to get all around the, the island. To collect the different pieces of gear. Once you have all of them, you go in and and do this small dungeon to try to get the Death Brand uh, weapons, which is the twin scimitars. The boss, though, is ridiculous. The boss himself, as you're beating him up, every so often he'll disappear and summon up like thirty other guys to come attack you, and you just have to fight through them and fight through them. Eventually, you take him down. You get the the both of the swords, and you can make your way out of the place. Now, one thing I would like to say to people on that island where you go fight for the Death Brand weapons, mm-hmm. walk around to the back of the island. There's a secret. Who? On the that island, the, it's the the very northwest corner of of Solstheim. Um, if you go to the back of the island, walk up. There's a horker of immense stature and he, he like any other horker is nigh invincible so swing your sword maybe one half of the swing and he will die because horkers take that much damage to kill and you'll find the most powerful weapon in the game an iron mace by the name of horker's bane
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like the uh, sounds like uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine
2: <laughs>
1: Hello, my name is Horker's Bane.
2: <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, why would you ever need bonus? This this mace gives bonus damage toward horkers. Why not? How how many times have you ever had a problem where you're like? Damn it! This horker's kicking my butt. Never. I've never been in that situation. Why has
0: there, I... there never been? Why has there never been a weapon here made just to kill horkers? Well, now there is.
2: Billy, now you... there is. And have I'm so glad have... I have it.
0: <laughs> did you disenchant
2: it? No, I still have it. You know what? I have it hanging up in my house. Yeah. It's. Oh, by the way, I I did a quest. I was I was actually I had a bunch of people in the chat room while I was doing it. I was in a quest where this guy's like, I'm kind, I'm paranoid. I think there, there's people out to get me. I need you to find out if people have been helping House Halali. Oh, Halali, yeah. Halali. yeah. I need you to find out if they've been, been trying to help them. Because I've been in the, the grave where we killed all these House Hallelujah people <laughs> and buried them. Hallelu. Some people have been going there and placing <laughs> food offerings towards the dead. I want you to go find out so i'm like okay whatever bro i follow i go into the 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 place where all the the uh it isn't even a crypt it's just like a circle with you know that there's dead people under the ground there and it's just you know just they, they basically threw them down a pit and put dirt over it anyway
0: hey whatever works
2: i just waited there for so long a woman shows up grieving the dead Basically says, if I wouldn't, if I don't do this, nobody else would because they hate these people. So she's a good person. So I go back and tell the guy, I'm like, yeah, bro, somebody has been totally been uh, placing food there. He's like, good. Now I wouldn't want you to break into their house or anything, but here's the key. Break into their house. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, I'll go investigate. Right. I, I go to the house, open it up. The women inside the house bum rushed me with knives, probably because mm. I broke into their house. Probably. So I had to uh, dispatch them by slaying them and throwing their bodies into a fire, and then um, like any good hero would do, of course, of course. And then I go rummage through their, their things, off of you know keys and and jewelry that I found off their body. I used the key to open up a chest in in their bedroom, which of mm-hmm. course I had to rummage through. Um, now uh. now. All this set aside, I would like to say I did find a letter that implicated them in a a possible future um, overthrow of the current government in Raven's Rock. And that makes this Uh, okay. Well, of course. But I also found a jewel case, like a case that you would normally display a nice sword or gems. I found one with a set of six matching skulls. So, you know, that really tipped me off more than anything else was these people are collecting skulls.
1: Mm.
2: So that kind of along,
1: yeah, along with everything out of page six of Victoria's Secret's winter catalog. Yeah,
2: well, I don't like to talk about that. That that.
1: Um. So <laughs> I did.
2: I did make my way out of there. I, I implicated the two women I had just killed by breaking into their house, uh-huh. and I was told to go investigate. So I went and I investigated. I I found that they they sent a group ahead to attack this this castle. Which the people at the castle quickly uh, defended themselves against the group that was sent to attack them by Raven's Rock. Um, which I guess is the fault of the people at the castle.
0: Mm, of course. What, who else would it be?
2: All right, So I went and I had to kill everyone in the castle like a good hero. Naturally. And then I went back to Raven's Rock. And the guy's like, well, thank you. I go into this room. There's two guys sitting in the room. One on the left-hand side of the room. One on the right-hand side of the room. I go to the one on the right hand side, I'm like one on I the did left
0: it. and one on the right
2: I, I i talked I said i did it i I killed all the people at the castle like you wanted me to. He says, congratulations, we must tell the 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 mayor of the town stands up, walks to the to the left hand side of the room where the guy's probably i don't know ten feet away from me, clearly an earshot of what you just said, of course, and has to explain the entire situation from the start to the guy on the left hand side of the room, yeah. Which of course I was rewarded with given the house of the women I just broke into and and killed and then threw their bodies into a fire and then looted and rummaged their panty drawers.
0: So you spent you spent the week uh, cleaning up after yourself, I suppose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it definitely was interesting. You know, I yeah. honestly think that Raven Rock, after doing all the quests there, it makes me feel like a bad person.
0: Yeah. Well, like. Let's not take it that far, you know? I mean, you had good reason to do uh, all those horrible things.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't!
3: <laughs>
2: Some
0: so, guy said, and you went and did, you know? There you go.
2: <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> um, so what else we you got for us, Dave? I see you killed Mirak, eh?
2: Yes, I killed Mirak. I gave a warning in chat and everything. I told people, if you haven't killed him, if you want to kill him personally... Now's your time to escape, and, like, four more people joined the chat, like, right after that. So, whatever. There you go. <laughs> um, so, I went, I actually did. I, I went through all the different black books. I went, and I, I went mono and mono with Mirak. I was, like, level 56 or so when I went up against him. Mm-hmm. He kicked my butt the first time. He killed me at level 56. I, I just wasn't on the top of my game or something, but he did. He killed me. What, today? So, I went. I went back, yeah, today. Okay. So I went back in and I kicked his butt the second time after playing it a little smart. So there you go. It, that is definitely a, a hard fight because not only do you have to fight him, but his dragons fly around and breathe different types of fire down at you to mess with you mid battle. So I was caught off guard by a, an icy blast to the back of the head. Um,
0: here's a question. All right. Best fight in Skyrim. Yes or no?
2: Mm. Yes or no? That, that's, I'd have to say no Shank, because, what do you think? Best fight in Skyrim or, or,
0: or not? Um, I, I, I haven't done
1: Dragonborn
2: Okay, alright <sighs> I You know, I'm still It st- scars me to this day When I was walking through uh, To fight Alduin And you step out and there's these clouds And you see this dude in the clouds And you walk up and you're like trying about to talk to him And out of nowhere, Alduin flies down Scoops the dude up And it, you know that the dude got ate <laughs> And it's the,
0: like... The dude got eight.
2: Yes. And you're like, oh, uh, holy crap. And you just like, we're inches away from a dude who just got eight. And it's like, wow. Right. I uh, I don't want to be here anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of hot. <laughs> so what else,
0: Dave? You got anything uh, for uh, us for the week?
2: Well, a few things. that I I completed the achievement to get all of the black books. So I have all of the black books now. And oh. I've got all of the Conjuration books Uh, That were newly included into Dragonborn, such as Summon Dagger, as well as the Ash Spawn summons. So, those are really cool.
0: Nice. Good. Very good. Uh, That's, uh, Dave, I think that's like the most amount of gameplay we've had from you in a really long time. That's awesome. I
2: I spent like seven hours just today streaming with this, and uh, it was... I, plus, I, I haven't been able to talk on this for, like, a few weeks.
0: It's been a while since we've actually had a chance to really talk some gameplay. Yeah. I've got notes in here that are from, like, I believe probably about three weeks ago at this point. Yeah. Because <laughs> we just, that's... we had to cancel a show. We had E3. You know, I mean, it's just, it's been crazy, man.
2: Yeah, that's what the, the Death Brand armor was from about three or four weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Um. Shank, what's going on? What What did you do? Would you do this so, in quotes this week?
1: <laughs> so to answer the question in the chat, there's, I, I cannot recall a pink flower, but I know there is a pink. The polypores are usually mushrooms. There is a polypore in Oblivion, which is oh, pink. And I think it grows on the Gerald Mountains. Don't quote me on that, but it is not a flower. So I don't think there's any pink flowers in Oblivion. Anyway, on to gameplay. Um, I love the fact that you know this, though.
0: it's it's not important that that it was said it was important that you have the information (laughs) (laughs) i'm a
1: bank of like dude that meant the world to me (laughs) (laughs) i should just be the botanist of sky Oblivion. i don't know (laughs) um okay so gameplay i i i as as dave so eloquently put it i basically shanked my gameplay good for you (laughs) i see that you got red eagle sword though I got, and you know what? I have never, ever, ever, ever got Red Eagle Sword, and I happen I to- I
2: love that quest!
1: Dude, no, I did it, I'm pretty sure I t- did it totally backwards, because I kind of stumbled onto this. Like, so Well, you did know, you the start uh, from the top and work your way down? <laughs> I I didn't, yeah, I, I was just wandering around uh, near Rorikstead, and I found the, uh, oh my god, I can't remember. It's it's something redoubt. I I mean, yep. clearly, I've never been there before. Yeah, but I literally yeah. just wandered into the very top of this fort. And I killed some Briarheart there. And all of a sudden, Red Eagle's quest popped up. And I was like, what the balls? Like, what is going on right now? pretty much sure you actually did do this from the top down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, this is not how you should do this quest. No. Um. So I did it. And I, I killed a guy. And I think I was live streaming this too. So they were saying, yeah, go, go in. This is, this is Red Eagle. Like, you know, go in the redoubt. And I just looked down and I saw there was like 24 sworn that like, I'm sure I was supposed to kill on the way up here. Mm. And I was like, nope. And I walked right into the fort um, and I snuck past. You know, put the, put the sword in there, Got went to the other room and got his other uber sword, came back to that first room and picked up the first sword. So I basically had these two jack sweet-looking swords. Yeah. Um, at this point, I was like, this is sweet. I totally need to go redecorate my house, you guys. Um, well, d- when you went in
2: where you placed the first sword, did you notice that there was an NPC, a dead NPC in there, which was so dead he had absolutely no name whatsoever except
1: Adventurer? Hmm. And I've I've actually seen that a couple times around Skyrim. There there are NPCs that you just find dead, and they just have generic that are names.
2: so unimportant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. I came across a guy today. Uh, his name was
0: Scavenger. Are
1: Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't a dead Nord girl? uh
0: <laughs> it, it was a man, <laughs> and uh, he was a Nord, but very much alive. He's dead now, but he was very much alive at the time. Did you? Did you- <laughs> Did you put him on a river? I I uh, beat the crap out of him with a two-handed axe. Oh, well, there we go. Until he until he got <laughs> himself dead a lot. <laughs> but his so... name was Scavenger.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so I had these two swords. And keep in mind, I'm, like, pretty much on the border of the Reach at this point. And I was like, I really should put this in my house because I have kind of a lot of gear. So I walked to my house, uh, Dragonfall's Manor, which is pretty much on the border of the rift and east march along those that like plateau thing so that took a while probably like an hour and a half um well what do we, what do you think of the red eagle sword quest i mean did you did you just do that or did you actually go down and no i mean i i literally just did that i accidentally stumbled upon it and i'm pretty sure i did it completely out of order Ah, oh, man. You, Which, you... I mean, but the thing is, like, that, if anything, that just impresses me more that the flexibility of the questing system is that you can, like, totally stupidly stumble across something and it'll still trigger and you can still do it and you can still get. I yeah. mean, it won't probably not, it might not be the same scale of the quest, but that quest isn't necessarily broken because you approached it that way.
0: Dave, what do you think? Do you think Shank accidentally gypped himself?
2: You know, there's so many different ways to come at so many different things in this game. I, you know, there's an intended path, but there's really there's too many ways to come at things. I know I've I've messed up so many quests by popping into the middle of them. Yeah, I I think
0: he did. I think if he if he got the quest by picking up a book like you normally do, and then you go all the way up the mountain, and I, I think that's the best way to actually do the quest because it, it just seems so epic when you finally get that that sword and not just so. Mundane. I think you gypped yourself, Shank. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, I'm, I know. I'm. I'm pretty. I'm sure I did. I'm. sure I feel bad I did. for you. Eh, I didn't die, <laughs> so you know I'm. I'm happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you took it took an hour and a half out of your day to walk to Dragon Falls Manor in a video game. Mm-hmm. And then
1: it's it's not a video game. It's real life. <laughs> um, so I walked. To... <laughs> Uh-huh. I, I've oh consistently said that going to work and paying bills is the video game. Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Tamriel is real life. Yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> so I, I decorated okay. my house, dude. I I'm running out of like plaques on my house to put stuff in, dude. Because I have, and that's that's saying something. Because this mod has so many plaques for you to just place your stuff that I yes I'm actually run I'm pretty sure I have like one more rack that I can put something on maybe like a staff
3: mm-hmm.
1: but uh so that's yeah I'm gonna have to do some house cleaning or something so anyway did that and then I realized that I had a, a Meridius beacon and I was like dude I haven't done this quest in forever so I walked to uh, mount Kilcreeth to do Meridius quest great quest which I mean as you know is basically on the opposite side of the map
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, all that was the way fun. all the way west, all the way up that, in the mountains.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. uh that was that was fun. That was probably like a 2-hour just shanking it thing. <laughs> shanking. Uh- <laughs> it. <laughs> um I got to say fun. though, you're you're 100% right. Walking is the way to go for any of these games. It I mean, dude, that's the I I mean, in my opinion, I mean, think about it. Why else would they put the world there if you were not going to... I mean, if, there was, if this was not an open-world, like, open-ended sort of game, mm-hmm. they could have just made play spaces like like Fable or something, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, given you sort of these areas where you could go. But they didn't. They made it an open game. Why? Because they want you to see the world that they li- they handcrafted. They want you to experience... The living, breathing character that is the world.
0: Absolutely, best stuff in the game. You can't, you can't fast travel to.
2: Yeah, can, I mean that can Nord. Can I just girl? say that uh, I really, really enjoyed Fable?
1: Fable, Fable One was good. <laughs> Fable One was good. The other two games, let's let's not. Talk no, about there crap. there
2: is only one Fable.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Thank you. Good. Okay. We're good. Yeah. So so, <laughs> so Shank, then... <laughs> Did
0: you did you actually so you did Meridius quest, but did you get the did you get the sword and all that?
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah, I I did Meridius quest. Um, and this took me god forty five minutes because I was like really really stealthing my way through. And the thing is, I didn't have the perk yet where you can, um, you know, you don't trigger the pressure plates when you're sneaking. Um, so that was that
2: messes you up so bad.
1: Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, I didn't get that until because like, I didn't level up till I was like halfway through. I never per- get that perk. Oh Do my not god, dude.
2: get that perk! Never. Do I not love that get that perk. It will mess you up. There are puzzles in this game that require you to stand on stuff that you'll have to find some way to weigh down the pressure pad because of it.
1: Yeah, but I have I've had no problems with that though. Y- give it time. I I have, like six hundred hours. <laughs> <laughs> Time given. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, I, I did that quest and I have to say, even I've never used Dawnbreaker. I, well, I've used it once, you know, just because every, every time you get a hero weapon, you want to see what it looks like, yeah. and play, you know, right? So I've used it a couple times, but never regularly like you guys, because I'm, I'm more of a bow stealth guy. But I have to say, out of all the Daedric artifacts, as far as looks goes in Skyrim, it's easily the best looking.
0: What do you think about about application though? Swinging um, that thing around, seeing undead yeah. explode—it's
1: See, really really cool. I like, and I, I do explode, like what they did but... with that with the sword um, in the game. Like it, not just aesthetically, but also like how it works on yeah. the undead. It's really cool, but I just can't. I mean, that's not my place to. I would never really use it regularly. Um, but it's, it's, it's sweet nonetheless. So what did I do? I walked back to my house and I put it in there. Good for you. I, so that was cool. I actually ran out of space like I was telling you about. So I, I ended up just dropping it like on my bed somewhere.
2: Yeah, that it's was, okay. It's not that important. Yeah. Know, yeah, it's just <laughs> a danger car effect, you know?
1: And then uh, other than that, ex- except for like outside the game, I just tweaked my uh, ENB a lot and uh, basically tried to squeeze every ounce of graphical glory out of that thing. And uh, I think it looks pretty damn nice now. So <laughs> what?
0: You, uh, Shank, you you, you tweak your, your graphics in the game like a uh, like a
1: min-maxer pushes their DPS <laughs> in an MMO. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. the The way I look at it, there are benefits to no matter what platform you play on. For me, the, the benefits of the PC is, is clearly the, you know, the visual component. So in my eyes, like it kind of goes back to the world thing. If you, if you have the ability, why not do it? You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, it, that's, kind of, that's part of the fun for me, honestly.
0: Well, speaking of, of the ability and why not do it, um, I have the ability to play Oblivion on, on the 360. And why not do it? Exactly because well,
1: it is Oblivion. I sort. I'm gonna vote Kick Dave. <laughs> I have to say,
0: I sort of feel like it plays better with a controller. Thank you. I didn't completely subscribe to this yet, Shank.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I I have a feeling. I know why you think it plays better with a controller. But I'm gonna I'm gonna see. If... It's you know what see? it is. It's it's the map. It's yes. the whole. Yep. I I knew it. <laughs> I knew it's it. the
0: UI. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. The 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 whole overworld map feels like crap and it feels better with a mouse, but just getting from all the little different points in my user interface with the controller feels better. Um moving my character and all that feels fine, feels feels normal. Um I do miss not having auto run. That's one thing I definitely miss.
1: But you ha- it's it's turned on automatically on the on the consoles What do you mean Like you know you know how on the PC you have to press uh god is it shift or control or one of those buttons uh to or caps lock I think but in the, the 360 and the PS3 versions they you just run automatically like you you cannot it's just how it's just how far you push the stick forward No so I, mean, li-
0: I mean I mean auto run as in you hit one button and you just put the controller down and then you go like that's not a feature in the game with with my keyboard.
1: Oh, I thought you mean like it was a difference between walking or like running.
0: No, no, no. With uh, my with my keyboard, you know, I I have it mapped to um the the mouse button. So when I when I depress the mouse button, I walk, and I don't have to touch anything. I just look around, and and that's that's it. Oh,
1: I didn't even know you could do that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, it's uh it's a feature I I look for and I love, and uh I I sort of miss it on the console, but. Um, I have to say, like, getting around the UI feels a lot easier with with a with a controller.
1: The bumpers and the triggers, right? Yeah. Um, pretty nice.
0: I got a Knights of the Nine update for you, okay? I did obtain the Sword of the Crusader. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the last of the eight relics I needed for my quest, and now I'm going after Umaril. And oh. then after I finally down Umaril, um, I'm actually going to start the main quest chain.
1: That there's a main quest wait, what? The the yeah, main in Oblivion. I was Oblivion. gonna ask you that. There, there's a main quest in Oblivion. The uh,
0: yeah, the main quest with um, you have to find Martin Septum, and then all the Oblivion gates open like that. That question.
1: What what's an Oblivion gate?
0: Okay, so Dave, <laughs> Dave knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've never done it. And I I haven't done many things in Oblivion, um but everything I've done in Oblivion, I've loved. Let's let's not forget I was on a quest to Actually, I was on a quest to start up the Knights of the Nine and I didn't even realize it.
1: <laughs> Remember but like de- m- Mike. Okay, so okay. On, on that point, real quick, if I may, if I may just interject real quickly. Yeah. W- what do you think of that seamless nature? You just said it. you were on the quest to do Nights and Night, but it didn't even feel like it. I didn't even know. You know, I'm just, I'm just sort of like
0: get. I'm just sort of realizing right now that that came out of my mouth and exactly the predicament and situation I was in. And uh, because what what I was going to say is, you remember months ago I had said that you know some guy in a church spoke to me. All right. I was in the middle of a town and I said, you know, I'm not I'm I'm not feeling in quotes paladiny enough right now. Mm-hmm. So let me just walk into this cathedral and see what's up. Maybe I can get a quest there and, and start feeling. So, you know, start feeling this way. And then he's like, oh, you know, there's a there's a cathedral out in, you know, someplace land. Um, Anvil. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's being desecrated, uh, or it was desecrated. Maybe go and investigate. And then I left, and I was, like, walking there. And along the way, I stopped off at an inn and became a vampire. <laughs> you remember this?
1: Yep, yep, yep. And
0: then that that led on to, like, weeks of me trying to, like, cure myself and find the cure. And there was an old woman, and she wanted me to get all these freaking soul gems. And I got them eventually, and I cured myself. And then that's... I've been trying to do this nice of the nine quest for like four months. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm at the end of it where, um, I found out what's going on. I had to, after I went to that cathedral, I got a quest to find all of those different, uh, um, shrines. Right. Did that. Took me a couple of weeks. Did it came back, um, became, you know, a, crusader i guess i don't remember it exactly shank maybe you can help me out a bit but yeah started that got the prior of the nine opened up started questing after all the the armor finally got my last piece the sword of the crusader uh well now it's a couple of weeks ago but you know i did finally get that relic and now i'm going after umaril i've been on this for a long time i didn't even realize it and i think it's just sort of freaking genius
1: <laughs> yeah and out of all the dlc for both of these games, um, that I've played, I should say, the, this The Knights of the Nine is easily my favorite. Yeah, it's it's really epic. It really is. So you're you're on your way to kill Umar. Like what what have you uh, what have you done so far? I don't want to say the wrong thing because I don't know what stage I'm, you're
0: at. I'm I've got a whole bunch of homies and we're walking into a place that Umar is supposed to be in, and we're going to go kill him.
2: Yeah did you did you ride a dragon up to kill him? I wrote a dragon up to kill Mirak. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... No, there was no dragon. <laughs> yeah, there was no dragon in yours. Remember that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was no dragon. So, yeah, that's, that's,
1: that's uh, what, I'm, what I'm doing. Can I, can I just give you one piece of advice here? Please. Dude, like, seriously, make a lot of health potions and bring a decent amount of feather potions.
0: <sighs> okay
1: looks <laughs> like i'll be on this for i'm a just week. saying a couple of more weeks <laughs>
3: <laughs> or, I, suppose. I mean not eh,
1: not necessarily because you are if i remember you you should be somewhere are you you're in that uh alien ruin north of anvil right um
0: yeah i'm i'm inside there now
1: okay so you should you're not you shouldn't be too oh you're inside of it i'm i'm in it Oh, okay. I was going to say, because like, you could just go to the Anvil uh, Market District on the boardwalk and just totally just buy out the place of all the health potions. Yeah. But I'm, I'm getting the feeling this... This, this is no longer an option for me now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm about to kill this last alien king. I kind of need some potions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll we'll see how this plays out next week. I'm sure I'll be screaming. <laughs> if, if I get a text from you like in two days, be like, Shank, dude what can i, I do potions. now <laughs>
0: um so then yeah so basically uh hopefully eventually uh <laughs> i'm gonna kill him, <laughs> him. but my plan too is after i kill him i'm gonna do the uh the main quest and i'm excited because i've never i've never done it punishment. <sighs> um and then my computer took like the biggest fart ever after eso all stars i got Saturday I go to turn on my computer and it's like oh you can't use anything on your keyboard and by the way like when you when you go into the start menu and click on anything on the right hand side list you're not going to be able to open that you have to like right click it and hit open just doing like the weirdest things ever I'd be typing something on the keyboard and instead of actually hitting the intended keys it's as if I was holding the shift or the control button down and using like those secondary keys you know just weird stuff <laughs> So anyway, I figured I got a virus. <laughs> I finally fixed the key, the 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 computer, and thank God I fixed it yesterday. By the time it was finally fixed, it was yesterday, and uh, had that not happened, we wouldn't be doing a show right now. So so uh, thanks to the guys over at Micro Center and a little bit of my innovation, we've got a show for you today. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it may have been Shank and Dean off the record.
2: Shake it, Dan, off record. Yeah, yeah shake it, off the record. Oh, <laughs>
1: see what the happens when the boss ain't here. rising show ever.
0: <laughs> um, so so I've been I've been supplementing my my gameplay like a crack addict on the 360. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Oblivion. I started a spell sword for the first time.
1: Um, are you a Dunmer? No. Okay,
0: <laughs> basically that means you fail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a red guard.
3: Oh, right, that's not bad. Yeah. God. But,
0: hey, you know it's you know what it's kind it's uh it's I'll just say it's it's cool. Um, yeah, they
2: jack of all trades. Probably because you're the only spell sword red guard to have ever existed,
0: and that's what makes it cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's actually yeah. You're right.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's a two handed sword, heavy armor with lots of magic. And I started the Mage's Guild quest while I was uh, close to Coral, doing some of the first bits of the very main quest.
1: Okay, so so you you've done all the recommendations for the Mage's Guild then?
0: No, I got my first recommendation actually.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, where in Coral? In Coral. Okay. Yeah. The yeah uh, that one's that one's fun.
0: The the. Psst what do you call it the salad fingers book whatever that is what? <laughs> fingers of the mountain
1: yeah yeah the fingers oh yeah that one's that one that one's i'm actually really interested to see what you yeah <laughs> that was a that's you, a learning you experience.
0: know what you know what i did i i didn't trust that woman so i i got the book good r- choice ran it on back to the <laughs> Guildmaster. And the master was like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and take this thing and put it upstairs. But I didn't completely trust him either, so I followed him upstairs. And then I saw him put it inside of a chest. Mm-hmm. So I took it out of the chest. Uh huh. And then I figured, let me see if I can read it. And I can't read it. So then I tried to put it back in the chest, and I couldn't do that. Because you can't take Quest items out of your inventory. Can I... Mm, I don't know if I should even say anything. So then I went downstairs, and I saw the woman outside. So I told her I had the book. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you've got the book, give it to me. I told her no, I'm not giving you the book. And she's like, Oh well fine then. So now I've got this book in my inventory. <laughs> no, you, you should you
1: should you should you should you should give it to her. Okay. I would no, I would save where you are right now. Yeah. Like then, hard save and then give the book to her and see how that plays out. Okay. I'll do that. I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Cool. Um so that's, that's pretty- that's but, pretty cool though, man. Stop spoiling the game for him, Shank. Really
0: <laughs> I'm really excited about about the uh the play sc- uh, playstyle I've got on my uh on my Oblivion uh 360 character. The uh the spell sword is is definitely shaping up to be something I've I've never done before and is is a lot of fun. So I'm doing a lot of like, you know well, right now I have I have a lot of uh destruction touch magic, so as soon as enemies get up to me, I just I hit them with a touch spell and they're dead and if they're not then i clean them up with my two-handed sword
1: and you know what i'm i'm happy to hear that you're playing as a uh, spell sword because uh once you do get all the recommendations i mean this isn't spoiling anything but you you get our access to the arcane university yeah and there's actually a room called the Kyranasium in there where you can make your own spells. And the spells you can make, dude, you're going to have so much fun. Cool. Well, I'm looking
0: forward to it. I mean, that's, that's the reason why I wanted to do the Mage uh, Guild quest was so I can get those recommendations and get inside the Mage, uh, the Mage Tower. So mm-hmm. um, that's basically it. As far as Skyrim goes, I, I did a little bit more exploring with my, uh, my TARDIS mod. Uh, I found three more dragon word wolves using that stupid mod. <laughs> <laughs> and an instance. So I've definitely been having a good time with that.
1: Well there you go, man. That sounds pretty fun.
0: All right. That's- um that that's gonna bring us over to uh the the crafting table for the week. And uh Dave, why don't you uh why not you why not you give us the crafting table for the week? I think the guy's have been hearing us uh hearing me talk way too much. No. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Crafting table this week is Skyrim Community College. You trying to say something, bro? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Found on Steam Workshop and the Skyrim Nexus, the mod came to us as suggestions from Branhar. Branhar says, Hello, ESOTR crew. This is a new mod on the Seton Workshop that I believe you should look into. I do hope... ...that you take a look as it, at this mod that as it looks quite good. Thanks, Branhar. So we did. We looked at it. In fact, we're going to feature it today. This, this mod says, A legendary hero needs a legendary school to help hone and perfect his skills. East of Whiterun, the Skyrim Community College stands with 18 trainers, 18 merchants... ...and a diverse storehouse of free gear for new students to begin their adventures... This mod does not require DLC. Says uh, further, One thing I hated about going legendary was running all over Skyrim, trying to find trainers to advance my skills back up to a level to use all the perks I had just redeemed. Worse, the fate of my character being tied to the vile monster Hermaeus Mora, stemming from my use of the Augma Infinium stuck in my craw. A dragonborn's destiny is not to serve the day I'm
0: sorry, I had to put this in here because it's just very, very amusing. Who uses the word craw?
2: Thus, I resolved to create a mod that would let me level up my character as much as I wanted, so long as I had the money. With no need to ever acquire the Ogma Infinium, nor give it the temptation, give into the temptation to take a lore-based shortcut that would damn my soul to Apocrypha to serve Remaeus Mora in Merax's stead. I, I totally serve Merax to Remaeus Mora, just so we're clear on that. <laughs> Remaeus Mora's my bud. What up? What up, right. Mora? Also, um, 18 master level trainers, each able to train you up to level 90. Every training book in the game. 10 new training books for pickpocketing. All 18 trainers are also merchants. You can buy spell tomes, weapons, robes, ordinary clothes and things for your adopted children. Appropriate clothing area or appropriate crafting areas including enchanting, alchemy and smithing areas.
0: There you have it. Skyrim Community College version 1.3. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um this is actually really funny. Okay. Uh, so you know in oblivion it's called the arcane university yeah this game came out when i was a senior in high school and everyone was like so where are you going to college and me and all of my friends would tell our teachers we're going to arcane university
0: oh and did she understand what you were talking about she our, I, I mean no idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we got a bunch of emails in here let's uh let's get this uh let's get through this rather quickly um we're coming up on two hours on the show right now so uh thanks for thanks hanging a
2: lot shank oh ba-da-ba. you're
0: welcome so uh, this one comes from megan she says hey guys in the game trailers video you could see a horse standing next to a tent it got me wondering about how mounts will work in the game in most mmos you summon your mount and are automatically riding them upon summoning and when you dismount they despawn right away in skyrim when you dismount your horse stays wherever you left them until you mount again or they wander off to a stable." I think it would be neat in ESO when you dismount, they stay there so you can walk away and come back and they will still be there for you when you mount up. So my question is, would it be possible and practical for them to make it where your mounts are phased? As in, you can only see your own and party member mounts when you're dismounted and have them function similar to Skyrim where you can leave them somewhere while you do quests. If so, could the horse in the video in the player mount? Uh, could the horse in the video be a player mount? Even if not, I assume that's what basic mounts will look like in the game. Thanks, Megan. What do you think, Dave? I think that'd be cool as hell.
2: Think so? Honestly, yeah. I mean, they could do it. it, it hypothetically, it'd be just the same as having a follower, and you just when you dismount, it basically just tells them to stand there. could absolutely do that. Um, it would take a bit of work. I mean, it it definitely would, uh, if they could, could write the code for it, they could absolutely do it, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I would like for it to be individually phased so that if someone's writing a mount, you see them on their mount, but when they get off of it, you no longer see their mount or else we would have a big problem with overcrowding.
0: Yeah. It'd be a lot of clutter. Um, Shank, you mind getting the next email for us? Sure. <clears throat>
1: Hello, ESOTR crew. I'm Master Shadow Warrior, and I wish to tell you all about something in Oblivion, especially Shank. That's me. Have you had that Argonian killing itch that just won't scratch itself? Well, nook, look no further than Vyond Cave to satisfy your needs. Now, this cave has a lot of Argonians, a lot of them. It is located to the north of Braville, if you follow the coastline. Also, I wish to ask, since you have not had experience with ESO, how do the elves look? Are they as ugly as the ones in Skyrim, or are they more like the ones in Oblivion? Thanks. Sent from my Ipod, Master Shadow Warrior. <laughs> um, I actually have found this cave. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite places in the game. Because you love Argonians so much? I like dead Argonians. Hmm. So yes, Master Shadow Warrior, you and I we think alike, my friend.
0: <laughs> uh the the elves in the game, I you know, from what you can see in, in different trailers, uh they look better. They look better than they do in Skyrim, they're better than they do in Oblivion. Queen Iren, that is all. That is all. <laughs> um so, so this email uh, was actually requested if uh, Brago, the f- uh, everyone's favorite Khajiit, oh, God. could could read it. So, uh, <laughs> let me see if I can. him.
6: <laughs> Greetings, ESO team. I've had a f- quick few questions for y'all. The first one is about the repair system in PvP in ESO. I'm wondering if people will be able to carry around repair hammers in the environment as in uh, Oblivion. Or if players will have to go back to a for Fargo uh, found in Skyrim. Uh, second question is for Joe. Last year, there was an episode called uh, QGN Special Week. I'm wondering if there'll be one for this year. I love that episode so much, and I think that out, the outtakes with Shank would be a hoot. Last question. If this makes it on the air, is it possible to have uh, the, everyone's favorite Khajiit Prego read this? Thanks for the great show. Keep up the fantastic work. Musclehead 007. Uh, musclehead, it is uh, very possible, and I hope you enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, much, <laughs> 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 thank you very much, Braco. Thank you very much, Braco. Is Joe going to put together another QGN special week? I, I can tell you that you know uh, Joe's real creative and he's he's got stuff like this in the back of his head all the time. I know he's he's thinking about QGN week uh which is coming up very very shortly. And um I know our 1 year anniversary for for QGN will be coming up in the beginning of October. So at some point we we may actually get a uh QGN QGN week uh where we sort of, you know, sum up our uh you know, our, our outtakes again. I and mean, it was very popular. I was like, I think the last one was almost two hours long. And it was just nothing but outtakes. And it was, it was hysterical.
1: I'm going to put Joe on the spot and say, it's going to be a big budget thriller starring Michael Keaton as a varwin, And it'll be mo-capped, <laughs> fully mo-capped. <so. laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't know how I feel about Michael Keaton playing me. You
2: know? Done completely in film noir.
1: Okay, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I I, I mixed that up. Michael Keaton's playing Dave, but it's actually Billy Zane playing Ibarwin. I feel worse about that. <laughs> I don't know if he would. I don't I, know if he could. I
2: think Michael Keaton could possibly play me.
0: He could, If Michael Keaton could play Batman, he could definitely play you, Dave.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, he <laughs> he's, has to put a little work into he's it. He's
0: versatile like that. <laughs>
2: oh my God
0: about the repair hammers uh, you know I, I don't I don't remember seeing this in the in the build of crafting that I did check out but I
2: also never touched armoring uh, did you Dave no I, I well I didn't see that that was taking my gear was taking damage before I could replace it but then again we only played like the intro area
0: yeah I, I don't know I would like to see it too um because I think it might be fun. But it it all depends on how that's implemented, too. It could it could really stink if they don't do it the right way. So
1: I, I would love to see that because I, that's one of the things I loved about Oblivion was that you had to look after your gear, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Dave, would you pick up this one from Austin M?
1: Uh, First,
2: I want to mention that Shank would be played by Northwest, Kanye West's
1: baby. Wow. Is it? I knew who that was. That's so sad. Yeah, oh, my just, God.
2: Just so we're clear on that.
1: Ugh. Um. <laughs> Northwest.
2: Oh, that, that's the worst name. The world. That's a All right, dumb uh, name. I'm gonna since everybody's doing a voice. I will be reading this entirely in farts.
0: Oh, wow. That, that's okay. You could stop that.
2: <laughs> I can't do a voice. I'm sorry, y'all. That's um, okay, Dave. This one comes in from Austin M. Says I'm in dire need of assistance. Learning that ESO will be a first and last name system, I need help figuring out my character's name. I had a character planned out to be a Bosmer Archer called Willow Sap. Don't even laugh or I'll stab you. (laughs) What should my last name be? Should I do Willow, space, Sap? Or should I be like Willow Sap Johnson? (laughs) Any help on this will be greatly appreciated. Also, is there any details on detection magic, like PvP, in range, or, or if you're able to avoid most detection magic, depending on your sneaking ability? I'd be happy to know. And I'm loving every second of your shows, except for the end. Keep up your good work, Austin M.
0: Uh, Austin, not too sure about the detection magic, and Willow Sap's last name should be... Brown. Go
1: ahead, Shank. What do you think? I think "do" is actually a fantastic name.
2: What about
0: you, Dave?
1: <laughs> do. What about you, Dave? Willow Sap what?
2: Oh, dear God. "do" is the winner. <laughs> I can't stop that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. On, on a side note, though, I agree that the worst part of our show is that Shank is the person to end it.
1: Oh. Okay. See, I, I Come would, at, Shank! Come I would, at, bro! What I you gonna do about? I, I would sort of disagree and say you know when 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 dave actually speaks in the beginning that that's kind of where it kind of goes downhill a little bit my
0: well uh if dave if you don't if you don't have a a last name here for good old austin m i think that'll do us
2: um i i'm going with the uh the Last name where you put a space in between because I totally did that when I made my character. Willow, my right? name was DM Space Force.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I totally did that.
0: You did okay, so uh, there you have it. I, I, my, I think it should be Willow Sap Brown. Uh, Shank thinks it should be Willow
1: Sap <laughs> Do, no, 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 not Willow Sap Do, just just do, just do, just do, <laughs> just do,
0: okay, so do. And uh, so, so Austin, just scrap the name and make it do. Um, and then if you're looking for a last name, make that do too. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, since, since I dislike Dave, I want you to do the final
2: thoughts. We all do the final thoughts. Well, I want you to start. Oh, okay. Um, God, My final thoughts. Uh, I'm really happy that I got the live stream work and I'm really looking forward to doing that more. And I'm hoping that you losers finally, uh, decide to get on with me and, uh, poke fun at me while, I'm, while I, uh, I, I threw myself down a ravine today and nobody was there to tell me I was stupid.
0: Um, and that's usually the case when people throw themselves down a ravine because ravines you know, are honestly,
2: if you throw yourself down a ravine, you kind of earned it. There is. Yeah, it's true. I didn't have anybody there to throw anything at me, so. So
0: Dave's excited about uh, live streaming, and he's uh, upset that no one was there, and wanted him to. Uh, he wanted to throw himself in a ravine. That's your final thought, Dave.
2: It's something like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Glad we could clear that up. <laughs> Shank your final thought.
1: Um, I don't want Dave back.
0: Oh, kick it, very nice. Kick him from the call, huh?
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I... I, I'm I'm wicked stoked just uh, for the next couple months to see yeah. how uh, how they're gonna talk about ESO. I, I mean, a little bit more on the uh, the console side of things. I'm really curious to see how they're gonna adapt the uh, the controls and the UI and see what the differences are gonna be like between the PC and the consoles for the UI. That'll be interesting. So, uh, yeah, man, there's a lot there's a lot of news left to be had with ESO.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Um, PvP, you know, every time I hear more about it, I get just either more excited or re-excited about it being in the game, and uh, and well, me playing it in the game is really what I should say. And uh, you know, the the video, we took a lot of time with that video. I hope I hope all that information you guys just absorbed it, and uh, you're able, you're you know more about PvP or should or know what to expect anyway. Uh, from PvP in Cyrodiil, and uh, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm really looking forward to playing Cyrodiil as I would any other area. And oh by the way, there's a dude there, and I'm gonna get him. That's how I'm gonna play Cyrodiil. Um, okay. I usually do how to reach us, but I want I want Dave to do how to reach us, and I want him to do it how I would normally do it. <laughs>
3: Okay.
2: How to reach us. You can reach us at Elder Scrolls Off the Record dot com, Elder Scrolls Off the Elder <laughs> You can also reach us at Quest Gaming Network. That's all our great shows at Quest Gaming Network. Send so us an email at Elder Off the Record at gmail.com. Wanna see us on YouTube? That's l- youtube dot com slash O T R. Also elder- YouTube.com YouTube dot com slash Quest Gaming Network for all of our great shows. The only place you'll find Totally Heroes, QGN Weekly, videocast starring our network's news director, Joe Bradford, and QGN staff writers, Brian Armstrong and Shank Tank. <laughs> Remember our $10 <laughs> mentions. That's where you can get your 30-second blurb of anything you want to talk about, including guilds or any other type of event. Just send in a, send in an email attached or uh, attach it to your $10 mention that you may find on any of our sites. We're to listen. You can reach us on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Zoom, RSS feed. Use your favorite RSS reader. Found on our website or on all of our episode posts. We recommend Podkicker or RSS Demon on Google Play Store. Don't forget our other shows. Minecraft Off the Record Live, Sunday at 7pm. Dave, what's that all about? We're doing Minecraft. Okay, that's cool. Minecraft.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember, you can reach us on Twitter. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe Wilson is at The Widgets. Varwin, that's me, at E V A R W Y N. Lewis is at Gamerguy11B or 11 Bravo. Dave D Enforce Adams is at D Enforce. D I E N Force. <coughs> Shake the Tank is at Shank, T H Tank. Leave off the E for extra saving, savings on pumice stones.
0: <laughs> very good <laughs> very good Dave I'm impressed that, that
2: was pretty on par wasn't that it
0: was, that was good you, you put in all my little idiosyncrasies <laughs> in there and, and everything I, I really liked it that was uh, that was great uh, if Joe were here he would tell you Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle Earth Network say goodbye everyone start with you Dave
2: have a great
1: one y'all we'll see you next time goose room and shank peace out shadow hide you dudes take care everyone
0: be safe chat room thanks for hanging out with us this week made a goose